Hey everyone, welcome back to Chushigatri Unlimited Trainworks Video Game Choo Choo's Anime Podcast. Um, it's been a hot minute, not since the last episode, then, but since we got our monthly anime discussion, we're going to do that because we took some time for this one because it was quite some time before that. Let me introduce my co-hosts. John is here. Hello, and uh, yeah, we definitely needed the time, um, especially for those of us that used that time unwisely. <laughs> yeah, Mr. <laughs> finished episode, like, 11 and 12 the day of, right? <laughs> Not just that, but I, I, I finished episode 12, like, right before our regular uh, recording time, so, you know, <laughs> some of us are smart brain geniuses. <laughs> Two months wasn't enough for this guy over here. Um, Elvie is also here. LV I'm also here. Did you take the entire... I did not do okay, that. Okay. I, no, I, finished, I finished what we were supposed to watch quite a bit ago. So oh, good. There you go. I just... <laughs> so I did, I did two for the most part. I watched like the first four episodes within like the first week and a half or so. And then I tried... I was like, well, we're going to take our time. I'm going to spread this out. So I watched episode 12 like three days ago. Um, but yeah, um, so we're going to talk about, uh, the anime Katana Gatari this time around, which was chosen by Trixie, uh, rest her soul. Yeah, as, as her parting gift. <laughs> um. She's alive. She's alive, she's yeah. Disclaimer. But, I mean, you know? I mean, I mean she I, probably I needs, she she probably needs a rest. She's, like, doing shit yeah. all the time. I don't know. She's a wild beast, that one, in the best of ways. Um, but, yeah, so Katana Katari is a series by... White Fox did the animation work, but it's based on the work of Nisio Yusin, uh, who did Monogatari, because, you know, our show is basically named after that man's work in general, to an extent. So uh, mm-hmm. we're bound to cover all of it at some point. Um, but yeah, um, I don't need to give the description really. Just know that this was released over the course of a year, one episode a month. It's an hour long. If you watched it, you know. Well, like 49 minutes, right? 
something like it's like a yeah. double length double length episode but yeah yeah each each episode of the show uh takes place over one month and uh so it takes up over a whole year just like in real life uh it's uh not watchable anywhere normally for some reason i don't know why uh but it is very well acclaimed and people really like it i really like it uh, not to get ahead of myself uh mm-hmm. but yeah uh let's 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 do a, a round t- oh well i guess i should explain it a little bit the, the plot of the show you know yes guy he's a sword technically and that's what he says. And he, this girl shows up and says, help me get other sword, all these swords, all these fucked up swords. And she goes, all right, I guess so. I love you. And she's like, great, <laughs> let's go. And then they go around and get swords. And there's intrigue and uh, a lot of foot scenes. I don't know if you all noticed this, but like, especially in episode seven. <laughs> bare feet. Yeah. Or, no, episode eight. Which is the one with the kendo woman? Basically, well, basically, Ken, like I don't, the swordsman teacher one. Was that episode eight, nine, something? Uh, I think that was nine. Okay, yeah, yeah. It was before the double. Well, that was yes. the one where I really <laughs> sat there and I was like, you know, every shot is uh, like there were like three <laughs> scenes where she like hits him in the face with her foot, and then the camera just works from the yeah. angle of the foot and is just showing it. Like she does a lot. Of yeah and that's fine but like i don't need them to uh-huh. linger on it as much as they did sometimes um i didn't you know I, I didn't think about that until you just said that but now that i think about it there yeah. was definitely there was definitely a part where because you know a, a good portion of the plot of that episode is that the the main the main girl uh is like thinking that her partner is like cheating on her kind of sort of and there's a lot of gags where like oh she's like entering the room and they're like you know it looks like they're kissing but she but the teacher's like getting a bug off of his hair and there was one point where like he does the the standard like falls on top of her thing and she comes in and sees that and there was definitely a part where they show their feet and they explicitly like show her toes like curling yep. around his foot. Yeah, like, that's what I was thinking about. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, I right now. <laughs> it's absolutely twisted. Anyways, that's not what we're here to discuss. Well, I mean, I guess kind of, but let's not anymore. That's what I'm going to say. Um, <laughs> feet is not the point. It's of the not story. the point of the story. It's swords because you can tell from the title, which is sword story. <laughs> sword story. <laughs> so yeah uh let's see uh i'll start with you lv what do you think about sword story (laughs) oh okay we're gonna we're not gonna go with sword Story. we're gonna call it katana guitar i mean i could the name is a little bit of a tongue twister so i might just okay just say sword story i can't isn't that like the same in terms of being a tongue twister sword story (laughs) it's alliteration someone's gonna sword story 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 someone's gonna be someone's gonna be upset and be like a puritan about well purist not puritan totally different thing purist about it I was like well you know you should say the japanese title well, whatever um <laughs> it was never I, localized as sword story exactly anyway um yeah i generally like the series but it's also um so i don't know i kind of have mixed feelings about this series i think that's really what my best way to summarize what my opinion is i have mixed feelings about it. uh it's very beautiful i really like the art style like i love the simplistic shapes and colors just like the fluffiness of the main character like the main girl's hair is just wonderful it's just it's like oh like whenever it like wraps around 
and stuff. Like, it's just really satisfying to look at and just how everyone, like, I just, I don't know, it's just, it's just very stylistically unique. And I like it. There's, like, a flatness quality to it that kind of, I feel like, might be intentionally referencing, you know, old traditional scroll painting, etc., and all that, and old traditional paint, printmaking, because it is, in a way, it's kind of like a, a, a fake historical story you would tell, like, you know, around the campfire, and that's kind of the whole thing about it when they were airing this, when this was, this was actually in syndication, where they were airing it once a month. Like, it's, it's framed around the idea that this is kind of like an oral campfire story, and, like, whether or not it's, like, accurate to history um, is a debate, but it's just, yeah, it's like a, it's just, that's just how it's framed. It's, like, it's, it's cool. Um, for the most part, though, like, I, I had a huge difficult time watching this because of, like, its length, um, and I think just its decision on, like, how to direct it. It's, it's very slow. Um, it's, like, very dialogue-heavy, which was something I did not expect, you know? Like, you, you listen to the name, it's like, oh, swords, you know, like, you would think it's a little more like action and it is it is there's like a lot of action and stuff but like how the episodes are paced are very slow with this idea knowing that you're technically supposed to be watching this only once yeah you know it's something that you really have to sit down and invest in and uh, at least for me that's not how i watch it and we we couldn't you know we're not yeah we're (laughs) not gonna ask people (laughs) right (laughs) it was like like a month for us right um that we had to kind of squeeze this in um so it's something like I'm a little iffy about saying that's a flaw because I feel like it, it you know, if I watched this in the context of how it initially was supposed to be viewed, maybe I wouldn't see that as a flaw. Right. You know, because like, like, right. So it's a little difficult to judge. Yeah. Like every episode has like this whole portion where they remind you about stuff like and it, it's, it's not it's like annoying or anything, heavy. but yeah. like it's definitely like if you're watching it back to back like we are pretty much it, yeah. it's the type of thing where you go well i already know that of course i know that i just watched that yeah. but you know, like you know a month apart is quite some time a lot of time especially when you consider like sometimes it's right. six months apart when they reference stuff yeah. you know so it's it's very exposition heavy and i think the only like i think it was only really bad in the first episode like i had a really bad first impression with the first episode and it was just like you know, nothing really happens until, like, maybe the last 15 or so minutes of that whole near hour, right? Where they're just, like, you know, she, she's, you know, they're literally explaining, like, what her purpose is. It's like, why did I the swords? And this whole, like, um, you know, explaining, like, why, um, I forgot their names, all right. Explaining why the main guy, like, kind of, like, has this, like, dysfunctional personality. Yeah, and, like, there's something wrong, you know, in the sense where, like, he's kind of not fully human because, he, yeah, he's literally sorry and stuff like that. And, like, you know, that whole thing, like, framing his family and, like, why they – and eventually leading up to revealing, like, they kind of a fucked up family situation, right? Um, a little bit. But – oh, just a little. Just a little. <laughs> uh, just a tad. Just a smidge. Um, but it got better progressively, you know, as things were picking up and, like, you know, kind of, like, get the whole idea of, like, you know, their, their quest and, like, the routine of things. Like, oh, yeah, they're going to meet – they're going to meet, like – it's, like, very formulaic, but that's, like, you know, like in a nice way. Like, you know, they're, they're meeting a character, and then they have this, like, moral conflict of why, like, oh, I can't take these swords from them. Like, there's, they have a certain reason as to why they're clinging onto it. I think, was it literally just episode four or three? Four or three, right? Where they meet that um, that teacher woman. Um, three, and she, yeah. She's, like, three, yeah. And she's sheltering, like, actually, like, women who have been abused or are running away from some horrible situation. And, like, having, like... The, you know, keeping the swords on her is like, you know, is like, like kind of a, it's kind of like a thing of protection for them, or it's like it has some sort of significance to them. So taking that away basically means like that, you know, like what's going to happen to them? What's what's going to happen to that shelter, that that compound? 
and like the way it ends in which you know by now you know people people watching this and follow it i can just say like you know by, by and then when she gets killed it's like really a horrific thing and you realize wow okay that was not satisfying at all like was that really how things should have ended like there are a lot of like great like there are a lot of great like conflicts of interest that happen throughout the series where it makes you realize that there isn't really a black and white situation here it's very morally gray and from upstart like i it makes you question whether or not we should be cheering on for these characters yeah mm -hmm. which is yeah you know, which is very typical of like the creators like other works and stuff like there's like a, he like loves to explore like different things and different perspectives um but yeah um in terms of like though again just to reiterate what how i feel about the series um yeah i just kind of feel mixed about it like I kind of don't understand the really high praise for this series. Like, you know, whenever I look it up, like it's like really well-renowned and people think it's like a masterpiece, et cetera. And I think it's just fine. I think it's just like, okay, really to, to be more blunt. And so, but yeah, that's my opinion on Katana Gatari. Like, Oh, it's okay. You know, it's not, it's not phenomenal as some people have been saying it, but that's, that's how I feel about it. Um, and I think mostly it is because of my issue with just the pacing of it. Mm -hmm. you know, again, like it's just it's just a difficult thing to gauge because like I know this is not how I'm supposed to watch it, but you know from the perspective of someone who like watched it as a straight up series, like it, it just felt it just felt like that like could, I mean especially since it's an animation, like you know it's, there were just like a lot of moments of stillness. Let's see, but I liked like, that. Like the my favorite one yeah. was the part it could in be a personal preference. Yeah, episode ten nine mm -hmm. not eight. Uh -huh. whichever one is the yeah. one where it's like they go on the boat or, or like they just show like they're trying to figure out they're, they're talking in the past tense or whatever at the princess's castle yeah. and like right. they show them going to see Endemon on the uh island or whatever and they like show it like a visual novel scene where they're just cycling through sprites yeah. talking and i really like oh, that, that was no but that was really good that was yeah really good. like there's just a lot of like variety like that right yeah because it like it kind of recontextualize the scene compared to how like different the rest of the series has been really and you know it kind of made things different it kind of shook it up yeah yeah that part was really good to be honest um okay john what are your thoughts on it i i feel like based on what you've said it's very aligned with what lv has said yeah i feel really similarly to lv um i think i might have liked it a little bit more but i also wasn't like enthralled um it's it's very very well made. It's a gorgeous show. It has amazing music. It has amazing composition. I just kind of don't think that I'm really into the way that uh, Nisio Oisen writes. Like after seeing Bakemonogatari and now watching this, I'm and also like listening to the I think Nisei Monogatari, the like the you first one chronologically. You listen to Kizu Kizu. Kizu Monogatari, yeah, I listened to the Kizu Monogatari uh, audiobook. All that just kind of made me be like, I really like the concepts that he makes. And I like the characters. I just don't know, I just don't really care that much for, like, the moment-to-moment -moment dialogue. Um, And it's not necessarily that it's, like, bad, I just don't really gel with it. It's just not really my cup of tea. I don't really have, like, a good explanation for it. It's just kind of like, eh, you know, it's not my thing, but I get it. Um, but I, I do really like this show, and I th think that it would be a really good, like, intro show for people who are just getting into anime. Um, yeah, for sure. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, like, a great way to put like, it. Yeah. Probably not, like, a Cowboy Bebop sort of, like, this is the first thing you should watch. But, like, this is something that, like, like, like a step two kind of thing, you know? Like, yeah, after you watch your Cowboy Bebops, your Dragon Ball, all that kind of stuff that's, like... <laughs> more mainstream and i'm not saying that in a in a in a negative way it's just those are very mainstream shows it's like i think this would be the next step is like a okay here like try something a little bit more stylish and different and like a little bit out there um i think that would be good for that but yeah it's i i just thought it was okay i just thought it was okay i i have a weird sense though that like at times i almost felt like the writing was Sometimes it felt like it was being made up as it was going along. Like, it felt kind of Hideo Kojima-esque at times, where it was just like, I feel like the author was like, oh, I gotta write another chapter. Uh, okay, I'm gonna tie this stuff in. It, it, it didn't flow as well as I expected to. Like, it, it if, if there was, like, an interview where, like, Nisio Eason, like, came out and was like, oh, yeah, no, I, I, like, I was doing this, like, serialized, basically... Then I would be impressed because it did flow in a sense, but it's just like, it, like, I don't know if I'm just imagining it, but I could like see the seams here and there where I'm just like, I feel like, I feel like a lot of these like characters and like, like, or not even the characters, but like a lot of the like dramatics just kind of got shoved in there at times, you know, like, I don't know. Like, I just think about how like, like like I, I like I still kind of feel like the like the sister episode kind of came out of nowhere and like it makes sense when you like watch it in context but I was still kind of just like but why what does that do to the overall plot and I feel like there's a lot of episodes and a lot of scenes where I'm just kind of like that wasn't bad but also, what did that mean overall? Like, if it, it feels very segmented. And maybe that's kind of part of it, is that, like, maybe it's supposed to be, like, a sort of, like... Like, because they, they bring up Buddha a lot, and I think it might... Maybe this is kind of supposed to be, like, a sort of, like... Oh, yeah, like, sort of, kind of, like, a cone story. Like, not necessarily in length, but, like, here's these, like, interconnected varied storylines that aren't really supposed to mesh perfectly and i and but they they have a general moral outlook and go together based on the like overall plot and the character and i guess i understand that but i don't know it's just at times i feel like it was very just like okay here's this character we need to put them here and then we need to bring them back and and then like a few episodes later, like oh shit, I gotta bring them back. You know, it's it's that kind of thing where like I I I I could just kind of see the seams at times, but I still liked it. I still liked it. It just it wasn't a five out of five. Like this is like a four out of five for me. It was like it was good. It was good. I'm just not crazy about it. All right. Uh, I quite liked. It. I don't I don't like it as much as I like the Monogatari series. I want to say for mm-hmm. Offset because I think the Monogatari. I think it's just different theme like this is more um what's the word i want to use uh pulpy almost yeah, like yeah, it's that's more a good um way to put it. yeah like yeah 
it's it's uh whereas like monogatari you know me i'm like oh yeah give me the shows about trauma baby like i'll absorb it where like monogatari <laughs> is like all about like very specific character arcs and stuff like that going hard in on someone's mentality and stuff like that whereas this is heavily not focused on that really um i mean there are parts but you know uh but i really liked it i think i liked it more i would probably say it's a five out of five for me um uh I think that I I totally understand your your both of your complaints about it. Um, like John, when you say like you know it comes out of nowhere, like I understand like uh, you mentioned when like the sister shows up, for example, um, that's felt like very weird and like just happening because it's happening, um, and I totally understand that. Uh, but at the same time, I'm just sort of like all right, like, I like this. Like, like the thing I really liked about the show is, like, that it didn't care a lot of the time about following, like, traditional, like, structure with stuff. Like, for example, in episode four, when they just don't show you the fight, I think that's great. Yeah, like, they don't. That's amazing. Uh, in, in that... But that's not a problem at all. Because, yeah, no. I'm sorry to interrupt, but just to elaborate, like, it, it, there were a lot of cool decisions. Or yeah. That, you know, in places where I felt like, there was a huge lock. They actually pretty, sh- sh- you know, they shined really well. And like, it, you know, again, to talk about like, you know, I think that was like one of the best episodes in the whole series. Like, yeah, just because of how good it was. Like how, but like, um, they don't show the fight because they're instead focusing on just the mental psyche of like what was going on and kind of like the more emotional, tor- you know, like, in a, you know, just like, you know, oh. just kind of like in a very symbolic way. And that was beautiful. And then he just cuts abruptly to like it raining and you know you see the you know you just see her like unfortunately her fallen body and that i felt was very impactful you know mm-hmm. that was like wow you know just that and in a way kind of like it kind of coincides with his like own inhumanity and like how and he's kind of like a robot he doesn't like understand the ramifications of what he has done and then like he immediately just perks up and like when she you know the girl arrives and he's just like oh yeah i did it, i did it. and like she understands though she understands what happened like oh shoot this is bad but we are trying to fulfill a goal here right it kind of like that distance between the fact that he killed someone and like, the, like the seri- like the way they framed it, they treated it, they 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 distanced you, the viewer, from like seeing it at all. So you know, it's it's really putting you in his position of like how he doesn't have an understanding of like the ramification that they're killing these people for these mm-hmm. swords, right? And that was really cool, you know. So that's like a good. That's just like an example of like some of the nice things the series has done in terms of like you know i agree with you rose about like oh yeah it does some really cool things that are very different yeah like series i've done especially at this point in time when it aired yeah like this show has like impeccable theming i i i think that is like in in inarguable like they they have like when when they are focused on a character i think they knock it out of the park and um yeah, like I, I will also say I like my like I, you know I, I mentioned that I thought that like the him fighting a sister episode was like really like just like weirdly placed, but then I think about how fucking crazy that episode where the like Maniwa clan tries to storm the island <laughs> and she just cleans house like that whole yeah. episode I was just like yeah okay <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe I just didn't like it because I wanted her to just join them on the journey so bad. I just wanted her to be fucking everything up. That that maybe that's my fucking like secret shame is that really I just wish that there was more badass scenes of the sister just cleaning up. But you know what? 
maybe sometimes just cool badass action is not what you should just always want you know sometimes, <laughs> well, I sometimes think... you need to have a serious show that's <laughs> so what i was gonna say is i think like with the, with the sister even though like it can feel like that i think like the part of the reason that like that stuff happens and like all of that stuff is like i mean uh, a large part of the story is that the princess is like manipulating everything uh, the other princess mm-hmm. and like she's yeah, setting up yeah. like all this stuff and then there's just the whole notion of the timelines that they talk about or whatever uh with like uh fortune tellers and like it, specifically him becoming like the idealized deviant blade uh mm-hmm. and yeah. stuff like that like it, it makes sense to me i think like it falls into place with stuff like that and also specifically i want to say episode 12 is like one of the best episodes of anything i've seen ever like it's just really fucking good in my opinion it is very good (laughs) yeah it was uh, was like even after i was like you know like i wouldn't say lukewarm but like a little warmer than lukewarm on the full show like after episode 12 like that turned it up a notch i was like Mm -hmm. yeah no at the end of the vid i do like it a bit more like it's it's very good Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah it was just like a real banger and they played the whole the whole song the whole song this yes, time that they had yeah. they didn't do yep. that before i don't think they just play parts mm-hmm. of it usually ah. but it's great um yeah i was just very positive on overall like i said like i, I think like i i can understand why you wouldn't like it john based on like you know you didn't like monogatari and it's a lot of the very similar writing style it's how he is um mm-hmm. so that tracks like that you wouldn't like that i love that stuff i eat it up i do think that it was on the weaker side compared to like but like i also think baki monogatari is on the weaker side um and like a lot of his later stuff is a lot better um so i get it uh but yeah i was very very positive on it and i was glad that i finally watched it i wish people could watch this normally like normal people like you said like this is a great intro anime i, I actually do very believe that i think this is a great one like you want to get people to start watching anime and you don't want them to think it's all about boobs and butts or whatever or like shonen stuff all the time like this is a really good one because it has like a good blend of action and humor and there's not a lot of like there's like no gross stuff in it right like i'm trying to think of any and i can't really yeah, like, the the worst things is that, like, they make, like, a few, like, I mean, it's not even, like, a bad, bad, they just make a couple of, like, oh, hey, it looks like they're fucking jokes. But yeah, really, but it's not even that bad. Like, it's it's a she little saucy. Him, yeah. But yeah, it's not that bad. But it's, like, yeah, I, you'd see that in the office, it's fine, whatever. Exactly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, I, I think, like, this is one of the things that really struck me. It struck me the same way Promare did. I've said this one, I watched Promare, it made me go, hey, Isin, why the fuck can't you do this all the time? Why do you have to be a goddamn animal and Vakem on a guitar and shit like that? Like, you, if you can hold it in for, like, this whole time and the worst we get is some feet shots, like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like whoever his producer or like whoever his editor was for that for those light novels they were like hey make sure before you sit down and write you make sure you jack off and he was like like, yeah like it's exactly like that nobody put that in his contract for any of the other ones (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's like episode 12 when he doesn't have to follow the duty anymore and like he can just get hurt and like he can break all the swords it's exactly like that when he wrote fuck i want to get sorry (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Nisio Eason, you don't have to jack off this time. Uh, he's just like, <gasps> no, that was when he wrote the toothbrush scene. That was like, yeah, that, that, that and, was like, when he blew up the castle at the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cheerio! <laughs> yeah. 
Cheerio is great. I want to say that too. That's a great running joke. Like I know, like it's very like one of those things that you make like to be like, oh, get it? It's a theme. Like it's like a little inside joke or whatever. But it's really good. I think it's really cute. It is really like cute. How I she... think I think it's paid off really well. Just yeah. that like it was this like dumb little joke thing, and then they like first they it's like a silly joke and then once it's introduced that like someone tells her that it's wrong that was funny no, see, th- and then later on she finds out that she was told that by the other princess see the thing that i think is really funny is in episode one the first time she does it the narrator's like she would find out one day that it is not that but we won't talk about that right now <laughs> and then like seven <laughs> episodes ep- later yeah. the payoff yeah, it's it's really good. And then like at the end, like making it a dramatic thing where she's not even just, just like, like that's the second time she said that, too, which I really yeah. liked, because like when she found out it's wrong, she was like, when I die, you have to spread the word of Cheerio across the land or whatever. And he was like, you're not going to die. And then when she dies, he's like, she's like, you have to do it. Cheerio. <laughs> he's like, all right, fine. I'll, I'll make it actually badass. It was, too. It was really good. And it was badass. Yeah. All of those fi- oh, this is the framing of all of the Twelve Blades fights is really good in the last episode. Like, it just, yeah. like, ugh. Incredible. It's like, just really oh great stuff. God. Very good. They, they made these custom designs for these new Twelve people just so that they would die in one hit over and over again. Like, it's it really rolls. Good. It's really, really good. Uh, I was really, I was, like, so, like, I was really liking it the series i think more than either of you up to the point but like i would say like after like episode like 10 and 11 i was sort of like eh, okay especially at the end of episode 11 i was like oh well that's cool but like eh, like what are they gonna do and then episode 12 like really cemented me like oh no fuck yeah yeah this is the shit right here so okay i'm gonna talk about the two things in the show that i feel like are the weakest mm-hmm. and i'll start off with the shorter one uh, I think that, like, the, like, overarching, like, 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 specifically the, like, thing that, like, the, the sword creator, the soothsayers, like, thing was, like, I saw into the future, and we need to make sure that Japan doesn't get fucked up, and then he, like, like, all the swords are, like, future tech, basically, like, I thought that was, like, kind of dumb. Sure. I didn't really like that. Like, I, I did, I did kind of like that the last sword was just straight up guns. Like, that was actually kind of funny and also, like, <laughs> and also, like, thematically interesting in a sort of, like, Red Dead Redemption way where it's just kind of like, yeah, the future is here and they have to, like, accept the ramifications of it and, like, you know, swords are going to die because guns are here, you know, like, that kind of thing is interesting. But otherwise, it's just kind of like, that just, like, ruins a lot of, like, the mysticism about it, and, like, I kind of wish that they didn't do that, because, like, it was, like, cool that it had this whole, like, supernatural aspect, and then they kind of get rid of it by being, like, oh, no, actually, it's all, like, just future tech. Mm-hmm. No, I and get And the other thing that, the other thing that I honestly was not super into was how much they focused on the Maniwa uh, clan. Like, I didn't hate it, but I almost feel like it would have been better if they did one or the other, where if... if I almost wish that the Maniwa clan had all the swords, or they just weren't there at all. Like, 
like them like being or at least some of the swords like yeah yeah like it's just they're so like on the periphery but they're like treated as such a big thing it's it's super awkward and it just kind of like mashes in a weird way where it's just kind of like i barely care about them but they keep getting all this attention because you know like they keep getting dwindled down and you're supposed to like have some kind of emotion about it but i'm just like like they're just kind of around and they like show up and get their asses whooped all the time it just it didn't really matter yeah i felt like they were probably meant to be an intentional red herring right i i think they're i think they were there just to serve the purpose of like oh is something gonna happen but like at a certain point it became very quickly clear that they weren't useful right for any way in regards to like this you know it, I, I do agree to an extent, yeah, like, I think at a certain point, it became very clear that they were just kind of, like, filler, like, they didn't really add anything, or no, neither detracted, but, yeah, they could have, they could have been kind of, like, more, I mean, they were fleshed out, but they kind of could have been more to uh, serve the role, they served a greater role than just being there, right, just to, just to kind of be distracting, yeah. right? Yeah, it, it, it wasn't, like, awful, you know, but it was just kind of, like... They could have done just a, got really li- pathetic a little bit better. Like, uh, yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, oh, wow. Yeah. Just a little bit better. Like, just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I th- those are my two biggest complaints, I guess. For sure. I, I can understand them anymore, especially because I think, like, the um, the payoff isn't particularly amazing. Like, it's fun, but it's not, like, incredible. Like, mm-hmm. Like what happens to poor little Pengi? Like what did what did Pengi do to deserve yeah. that shit? Like that just wasn't right. Nothing. And Demon's a real Pengi fucking Pengi. asshole. That's what I'm gonna say. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> um. Okay. So is that all we have to say about Katana Guitari? Uh. Do we want to read what other people have said now? Or sure. All right. Yeah, uh-huh. go for it, John. I'm gonna check the I'm gonna check the email just in case because oh, yeah? I don't know if anyone might have accidentally sent one to those. Nope, never mind. We just got a bunch of emails about uh, hinges. So for doors? Yeah, I guess so. Oh, all right. <laughs> uh, if you want to send in an opinion or question, go to videogamechoochoo.tumblr.com/ask. Or also, also you can send it to our email if you want. If that's a podcast at videogamechoochoo.com, we'll be able to tell. Uh, Century Punk says, Katana Guitari is a great showcase of Nisio showcasing his talents in a pulpy serial. Yeah, so she's saying pulp as well. Ah. Yeah. Uh, maybe it stretches out. Maybe it stretches out a bit too long, but it ends on a fantastic finale, and I'll never forget how badass the fight with Hakuhei Sabi was. Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Definitely a show a lot of people are missing out on. And yeah, that, that, that does make sense. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I agree with that. Like, it's, it's especially a shame. Like, like, you know, again, like it was like, I didn't think it was a five out of five, but this show absolutely deserves to be like on some kind of streaming or released on, yeah. on Blu-ray because it's, it's worth, it's worth a watch. It absolutely is. Yeah. Someone's got to get their hands on it. Yeah. Uh, Gregory Z- Oh, go, sorry. Rose. Oh no. I was just like, yeah. Gregory Zero says, Katana Guitari was a fantastic show. It was very interesting to see Nisio Eason work, to see a Nisio Eason work adapted by a studio that wasn't Shaft, and White Fox was a fantastic choice for the job. I love the huge cast, love the art style, and I love the presentation. Make the show available for at least streaming, you cowards. 
Puriel. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Um, and also Trixie wrote in, of course. She she should, because she's the one who told us to watch it. Uh, Katana Katari is riveting from start to finish, filled with amazing characterization and interactions, as one might come to expect from Nisio Eason. In fact, he probably perfected his writing style in this series, with nearly all the long-winded monologues seeming to have purpose, everything driving the characters forward. I- I'm inclined to agree there. Like, e- like you know, like e- even though I do think that it's a bit long in the tooth at times, like, I don't think that any scene was particularly wasted, you know? Like, you know, like characters in Bakemonogatari would be sitting there talking about, like, fucking, like, whatever porno or whatever the fuck, but, like, and nobody's... Someone, and a girl's mouth would be, like, zoomed in on, off, like, yeah. like, in full detail, very long, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have that here. There is a purpose for there. It was Katana Gatari is a very purposeful show. Like uh, there were just, mm-hmm. I think every des- decision made was thought out. Like there is a reason why yeah. for me personally, it just wasn't like something I, you know, so at times I was like, ah, I don't really agree with the creative decision here, but I get it. Like there, yeah. there was a, a concrete reason as to why mm-hmm. versus the, the utter horny thing, you know, <laughs> uh... <laughs> you know, <laughs> So nothing was done for horny reasons except maybe the feet that we're now thinking about, right? Yeah. <laughs> the, <laughs> Sorry. The, the feet realization. Maybe. Uh, the light bulb clicked. <laughs> and um, to continue with Trixie's opinion here, Tagame is one of my favorite characters of all time. Being deeply complex and and every revelation about her never feels like a betrayal of her writing. Well, everyone who worked on the show deserves a mention in one way or another. Particular shout-outs go to Makoto Uezu for brilliantly adapting Nisio Eason's heavy-handed style of writing into something elegant and captivating, and Taku Awasaki for the banger of a soundtrack. I absolutely agree. It's a very good soundtrack. Mm -hmm. Togami's a really really well-written character. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. She's fascinating. Very good good to hear from you, Trixie. Very good uh, opinions there. So yeah, that's that's all we got here. All right, and now we move on to the show, normal one. Uh, all right. So so, so a, a little glance into our back end here. Yeah. Um, Rose and Rose and I have like two or three things written down. Elvie has like a fucking bulleted list of like like 15 different things here and it's like i took january into my own hand hey listen i would be right there with lv but like (laughs) i i i can't just write all the things lv did on my list i (laughs) it helps me remember i I feel like writing helps me remember things so it's why but yeah i guess we should start with lv then really it was this (laughs) out of the way like i was thinking like i don't know like i can ask you about something about like oh yeah what do you want to start with what do you want to start i've watched all of these (laughs) things so i can i can accompany you on this okay do we do we want to start off with like bad shows that i dropped oh hmm. shows that i'm like gonna all right well we just said we mostly like katana guitar so let's start with one bad one let's start with that how about that (laughs) okay oh geez all right we're gonna we're gonna do it let's start with the the horny animal show, the animal school show. Um, <laughs> Satan Academy, welcome to the pack, as the oh. localized name is. Oh, jeez, where to begin? Unless you want to. 
mouth off on that. I think you watched I, a little I, more than I did, I watched actually. three episodes. Yeah. How many did you watch? I, I like dro- Yeah, I dropped it at three. I think. Okay, so we watched the same amount. Also, I think that's all that's out right now. It looks like a dang... Uh, so, like, I mean, ignoring the horny parts of it, like, if the horny parts weren't it, it's like a dang Disney Channel show. It's like fucking... I mean, I just said right. that, but now I'm going to say that it's like My Gym Partner's people a Monkey. Keep, it's like yeah, that. Yeah, people keep saying that about this show. So, the premise of this show is that it's a world where, um, I guess it's like... I don't know. There's there's apocalyptic implications here. It's a world where, um, you know, there are animal civilians, like anthropomorphic animal civilians, and just humans. And it's gotten to the point where, you know, like interspecies stuff happens. I'm not going to think too hard on that, but anyway, like that Ooh. stuff happens. <laughs> so we got, we got like animals who are actually like, yeah, like, the, you know, the anthropomorphic animals talk and stuff, etc. So this show kind of like, screen caps of the show and like video like clips of the show like went around because people were complaining about it you know for very valid reasons which i agree with <laughs> where it suffers like the double standard problem in animation design a lot of times where the designers go full on, and, and this is based on a manga so this is also drawn from the actual source material i think where the create where designers go full on him and do like these cool like detailed kind of unique and distinct male designs so like all the guys the male characters are like these, um, yeah, just full-on anthropomorphic animals, kind of semi-realistic, it's really goofy, it's really, it, it rules, you know, the, the teachers are literally dinosaurs, like, that's kind of the joke, like, oh, they're like old dinosaurs, etc., and they're always cranky, it's it's really funny. But meanwhile, the girls are just like moe, like, anime girls with animal ears, you know? The like, same girl, also, like, they're it's the, the same, same design, with, yeah. Like, they're just the same girl, you know, some are shorter than others. It's like a character <laughs> creator where they just have the height slider, <laughs> yeah. that's it, like, it's, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like those doll makers where there's like a base and you just... But anyway, so the plot is that this human student, this human male student, he just... he just There's like a weird racist implication here because of like the rules. I don't know. He hates animals. Like he thinks they're annoying. He thinks they're loud. Et cetera. I, I, don't, I don't know if that's racist in the context of the show. I think it is. I think it so is. that's kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, so for some reason, we don't know why. It's not explained why, but he, he's forced to enlo- enroll in this mostly like 90%... 98% animal populated school and he just he just hates it he's just like he's miserable um but meanwhile there's just like one other human girl and like it's a recurring thing where he's pining for her and you never get around to actually like you know properly talking they're constantly dis- the, the, often a gag is they're constantly disrupted by an animal student or some sort of other thing um he um the other main girl is this small dog like girl she doesn't look like a dog I thought she was like a fox at first um She's she's like she has like a pink hair, so it's kind of hard to a lot. Of, there's like a pa- there's like a heavy pastel color palette here, but it's kind of like a weird neon color palette. But anyway, there's this tiny like gremlin dog girl who's just like constantly heckling him. She's very childish. She's she's basically like a little kid, but she's a high school student. So uh, okay, whatever. And um, yeah, they just have this. They just have this like expected dynamic where they're constantly like. It, you know, in and out of each other, like they're just ragging on. Like he's constantly annoyed with her, but then she like misunderstands something. It's like, it's like, it's like a oh, classic like dynamic. But anyway, the whole thing is just basically the male character, the main male character, um, who's just constantly grimacing over his situation, and he's just trying to be normal, you know, quote unquote normal. But he's his his days are disrupted because of the school he is in, you know. And he's like, he's not really likable either. You can't really feel bad for him because he's 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 also irritating in his own way. Where, even though he keeps saying he hates animals, he's like mansplaining animal. Like 
yeah, this show does like you know the thing they like try to educate people with animal facts, and it's kind of funny because they cut away to live action footage, and it's it does the whole goofy thing, it's et with that. The sound design of the show is insane. Like you, it's just it's just so loud. Um, like if one has not seen the theme song for the show, I highly recommend looking it up. It's just it's it's yeah. nightmarish. Don't I don't even know if it's, I can say nightmare. like good faith to go and listen to it because it's like. <laughs> There's one good part with the hyena girl that I really like, yeah. which is probably going to be uh-huh. horrible in the show when it happens, and I don't want to think yeah, about yeah. it, but it's really yeah. funny outside of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's so if you're, like, if you're like know some good animal facts, there's some things here, there, that here and there are funny, especially. Um, but the main character is just dislike. He's not, it's not pretty like, well, it's hard to feel bad for him because, again, there's nothing really wrong with anything going on. Again, they're just animal people. They're just doing what they do. But then he, he, he knows a lot about animal facts and biology for some reason, even though he claims to hate animals. So, there's a, so most of the situations is him, like, outsmarting, like, an animal girl saying, like, oh, you know, whatever. The most egregious example being the first episode where he runs into this really snooty, yeah, she's, like, not a nice character. She's very mean. She's kind of abusive. Like, zebra girl. And his whole solution thing was, you know, like, calling her out, saying, like, you know, you're technically not a horse, you know, you're technically not elegant like a horse as you think you are. You're, you're more genetically related to a donkey. You know, he basically called her an ass, right? Oh. And then he just, like, he just, like, yeah, yeah, whoa. And, like, in front of, like, everyone, right? And he just lifts her up by the butt and, like, shows her panties yeah. to the donkeys. And it's, like, what was the point of that? Like, just to show her tail. It was just mm-hmm. odd. It's just, like, there's a lot of, like, uncomfortable moments where he's just, like, yeah, basically mansplaining, yeah, and, like, just in a weird, inappropriate way. And, yeah, as expected, this is the type of show where there's, like, a lot of sex jokes where this is not the type of show I think I would really ring with anyway. But there were just, yeah, it's just, it's there's just a lot of moments where it's like, ugh, this, could, this is going to, this show might get worse, you know? It's like, ugh, not not going to feel great about it. Yeah, you, you bring up the hyena thing where, um, biologically, I believe, yeah, hyenas can change their genitals. So, you know, technically, they, they change their sex whenever, like, the... Um, I think I think whenever it's demanded of in their pack and like they outright show that in the opening about a potential nurse student upcoming, but I definitely don't trust them handling that well in like an appropriate way. I agree with you, Rose. Um, just based on what we've seen so far. And like um yeah, there's just like a lot of sex humor, a lot of poop hum- there's like poop humor, second episode. There's a cat girl at some point, she's introduced, she's already too horny. She like peeps on people, etc. That's really her thing. I don't know. There's just, like, a lot of crudeness in the show where it's, like, I don't have fate for, like, how it's going to run. And it might just get more grosser as time goes on. It's, like, the most um, unhinged show I've ever seen, I think. Like, yeah. there's, like, no direction to it. It just sort right. of happens. And, like, not in, yeah. like, a, like... It's a very loud show. Loud is literally. the exact it's word, like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just really chaotic. And that's where it's depending on its humor. The and to complain more about the designs, like, yeah, at some point they introduced the slot girl, and, like, I thought she was, like, she, you know, they show everyone in the opening. I thought she was, like, mushrooms, you know, kind of the joke of, like, fungi is technically animals, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's kind of funny, but no, she's a slot girl. So she literally looks like a blonde anime girl with just green yep. moss on her head, that's it. And then she's just sleepy all the time. And then there's a whole th- yeah. And then the naked mole rat girl is literally just a girl who's half naked, half- and she kind of has like small ear. Yeah, that's it. There's like no other thought put to that's it. That's the most like, fucked okay. up part about that is that she is a full size woman, and then the, the other naked mole rats at the school are, are tiny, tiny normal naked size. Mole rat people. Yeah. yeah. So then it's just like, oh, it's how does this work? Yeah, it's just. Uh, oh. 
Yeah. Uh, also, yeah, like I, a lot of jokes is just them being like the girls like, oh, accidental half naked. You know, like she's just half naked all the time. The yeah. semantics of this world are insane to me because everyone seems to be learning things for the first time ever of interacting with anyone. When, when yes, like in theory, when if society has been created like this and society has existed like this for quite some time to the point where like all of this stuff is known and well established. It's like, why is anyone surprised anymore? I'm sorry. Right. Like, I don't get it. Yeah. Like, what you should know about yeah exactly it's like why don't you know basic things about like your fellow peers about like it's weird and again it doesn't it doesn't sit right with me because the human male character who's like i hate animals he's the one explaining animals to the other animals right it's just like it's it's bizarre it's just it's just really bizarre I, when I like went into the show, the structure reminds me a lot of Irumukun in a way, except I like Irumukun. And it's like chaotic show, evil Irumukun. <laughs> yeah, where yeah, where it's a human character entering the school, where he's the only you know, you know, besides the one girl we've seen so far, he's the only like human character, and he's trying to adjust his his surroundings. Except Irumukun, I like the main character, and everyone's likable. The Seda on Academy show, I don't like anyone because it's too much. It's just that, and like I'm not interested in, you know, and there isn't really any some sort of thread where i'm following like where is this gonna lead like i feel like irumakun has like this thread i'm gonna like i'm hooked on to we're like okay this is gonna lead somewhere there's gonna be like there's like a bigger picture here this show doesn't really have any of that it's really like a big one big running gag show where it's just too nightmarish you know and it's just too much for me um yeah it's not <laughs> it's not for me like I, I don't i don't know if i can say it's bad well actually yeah it's pretty bad mm-hmm. uh, but it's, and it's definitely not for me so uh it's not something i'm gonna follow along with. i cannot blame you in the slightest i i feel like probably i don't know i don't know we'll see what happens maybe i'll end up watching it all who knows what happens anymore i don't um all right uh before we go to the next thing uh breaking news that i'll say i just shared this uh to us our group chat or whatever uh they announced a log horizon season three which is very funny to me because <laughs> oh, that is funny. <laughs> the man just got out of prison, uh, not not is real prison, prison, like metaphorical prison, tax prison, where he wasn't allowed to make anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm-hmm. that motherfucker is absolutely have written like three years worth of shit while he's been in tax prison, and he's just going to release it all at once. <laughs> and he quite literally seems to have done just that because their log horizon season <laughs> three is coming out in October. It is hilarious. That man. <sighs> It's it it's fun. still the funniest thing in the world to me that of all the people to get arrested for tax evasion, it's the dude who wrote Log Horizon, the fucking MMO anime about taxes, basically. Like, uh, he, he knew, he knew, he knew, yeah, he knew, he knew. You're right. Uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to that because I love Log Horizon. It's the best MMO yeah. anime that's ever been made, in my opinion. Yeah, it's it's a good, it's good. Um. Okay. Uh. Hmm. Uh. I don't want to leave John out here, so uh, John. Hi, <laughs> John. Give me a give I me the fate so. update. How's fate going? I'm I'm episodes behind, so I don't know, but I know the, the story. Fate update. So I don't I don't know if I have too much to say about it because it is very just you know it's it's that story. Um, I mean it's it's just a well done adaptation. Um, I've seen some people talking about how. Um, how I guess it's a bit frustrating that it's just a straight adaptation, especially considering how Magia Record is. Um, I'm not all caught up on Magia Record, but I'm sure you all can can attest to that. Um, but I also just think a straight adaptation can be fine, especially when 
it's something like a gotcha game story where those plots are very it's 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 a it's a bit harder to pay attention to those things because it's it's broken up by so many little battles i think having an an anime adaptation of a gotcha game is very valid you know like i think it's just like okay you don't have to worry about your team comp you don't have to worry about fighting like 300 knights like no you can just sit here and watch this happen and it's the story and it's good um but yeah no it's pretty fine um the latest episode just ended on them like confronting gorgon uh and then anna's like got her fucking mystic eyes all out there and that's pretty exciting i love when people use their mystic eyes of course mystic eyes are the coolest shit you still haven't watched the karano kyokai movies right no oh man i'll get around to it but yeah mystic eyes are cool um fucking so so i i think i'm gonna use this platform really quick to air my grievances (laughs) okay really quick um so about the fate gotcha game why the fuck did i get jalter and not da vinci (laughs) oh my gosh here we go it just happens they have the same percentage yeah, but I have the catalyst. I have Da Vinci in my hand right now. Well, you now. don't need another one. I guess. Listen, you're right. I had so many Nobu catalysts, <laughs> you have no idea, and I didn't get her. What were your Nobu catalysts? I, I have like I, I have like a, uh, I have like eighteen Nobu keychains. Yeah. Uh, uh, I have Okita's diseases inside of me. Uh. I, I shouldn't just be like okay. But... <laughs> I, uh, uh, it's just like all I right, don't know what fine. else. That was pretty much it. I, I that was pretty much it. You should have gotten. You know what? You know what your problem was again. Again, I I, f- I feel like this is the feed episode too. I was gonna say you should have had your toes out. Oh my god, that would that would have helped. I think. <laughs> See, I, I see. I don't know because like I have I have a taiga bean. I have a bean of taiga. Uh, jaguar man specifically yeah i have the bean for jaguar man and uh i got that after i already np5 taika though so it was like you know, okay i feel like maybe that's how it is you don't you shouldn't have anything until you get them and then i see i don't know how so now works. i have so now i have to go out and get jolta merch to I, you don't have to do anything jolta. you know I'm just, I'm just saying you know maybe i mean i don't know we'll see i mean i've i've almost bought salter stuff in the past just because cause she's like my one of my best characters in that game and i guess i could get jolter too because i need to keep i need to keep the the girlfriends together i guess but yeah i don't know i i'm just I'm fucked up the game i i'm i have emia at mp3 now that's which is just yeah that's what happens when you play that game i'm just telling you everyone yeah. is like that don't know why he's so he's common good. He's good though, so it's okay. He's I right. use him a lot. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah that, I don't know. That's... I don't have much else to talk about. Okay, the rest of fight was all right. It was pretty good. It was mostly talking, but uh-huh. that was fine. Yeah, it was. It was pretty all right. All right. Well, I think, I, I think they they did a good job for pretty much everything they've done so far. So, uh-huh. you know. 
Well, you you raise a good point that I think leads into another thing. Uh, Magi Record is out. Uh, Elvie, are you caught up on that? Have you seen that? I believe so. Okay. Is it is it up to two episodes? Three episodes. Right now? Oh, okay. I did not see the okay. third one. Yeah, but I yeah, it's it's good. Again, I I've not. I've watched the original Monica series, but I've not played the game mm-hmm. the series is based on. But yeah, it's it's strong so far. It's very intriguing right now. I'm like, oh, what's happening? That's you know, that's just it. It's like, what's happening? But it's solid. Yeah, it just reminds me a lot of the original series. And yeah, I mean, I have not. Yeah, again, I, as I have written in my, back, I have nothing much to say about this other than that it's I've watched it right. Um, I mean, something I just need to follow along before I can probably say anything else about it. All right, John. What do you? What are your takes yeah. before I give my expert, having played the game, takes? <laughs> sure. Uh, I've only seen the first episode, but I did really like it. Uh, I think I talked about it last time, so I won't go too in depth there. But I just, you know, it's 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 a really well shot, really well animated uh, show. That um, yeah, it's it's definitely worth a watch if you're into madoka it's it's just it's more of that it's 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 more of that but in you know in in a sense that it's like not cheap it doesn't feel cheap it doesn't feel like they're just doing this to do it because there's a new show there's a new game it it feels like they actually give a damn and they want to tell an interesting new story yeah so i will follow up on that by saying it is completely so it's just it's the events that happen in the game but everything is delivered completely differently like absolutely 100% like nothing is exactly the same like uh to give you an idea of like what the tone of the game is like so the tone of the show is very much original Madoka right it's very much like you know like that like darky like but like slightly like this is a little darker than normal Madoka I think even because Madoka still had a lot of lightheartedness to it even when it was being grim uh but this is a lot more like goth almost I don't know what the right word like you know what I mean it, it's well, it kind of like it's it's in Madoka's shadow, yeah. so and it's already setting up the kind of tone you should be expecting. Yeah, it's not gonna it's not gonna lie exactly. Yeah, about what it is. Uh, yeah, the, the the game like so. John's talked about this a lot on the main show, and I have too about like the issue with a lot of mobile games where they're they're really bad at telling the story at first, where it will be like very short conversation. Oh no, we have to fight which things now or whatever, like and then like battle and then finish thought and then like you know like very disjointed rough storytelling this is very cohesive and good um uh this the game is very lighthearted, almost entirely lighthearted. that like even when like things that are like very serious are happening they like push it away with a joke um to give you an idea of what they've cut out for example They've already cut out the fact that the little baby QB that they showed once, I think, so far for y'all, uh, she's already, like, in the game at that point. She has already, like, adopted that thing, and it is directing her on how to live her life by just saying Mokyu Mokyu, and she just can understand it for some reason. So you... Okay. <laughs> also, you name yourself... the ba- You're the baby QB, and you name yourself? So the baby QB just has your name yeah and and, it, oh, okay. and and it's not like a All negative right. influence per se no. either at least from what i saw yeah it's like, helpful yeah, like the cute uh-huh. yeah um yeah i'm really liking how they're delivering it. and I, especially as i've gotten further in the story for the game the story in the game gets really good and i'm i am like very excited for like how they're going to animate it uh because it does get very like you know classic madoka edgy not like bad edgy like you know like 
but mm-hmm. like good stuff like there's a lot of really good stuff in magic record but like the thing is is like the very serious like tone of like original madoka was sort of relegated for the longest time to the side story or like the character stories the magical girl episodes or whatever where you just learn about the individual girls but this is like way better like the way that they like characterize uh the reina character is a lot better uh than it was in the game um so yeah, i'm really looking forward to that stuff uh episode three even if you haven't seen it yet i think it's funny that they did it on episode three too episode three ends with mommy appearing <laughs> Uh, <laughs> like, hey, bro. Because well, episode three, you know, from original Madoka is, uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I think that's good, and it's just like, yeah, I'm I'm very excited because uh, that's something about Magic Record is all the n- or normal Madokas are in it. They're all there, but they just act normal. They're just sort of a side thing. Uh, mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. And it really struck so me. A lot more yeah. About uh, so the big yeah. thing is all the so like half of the cast of Magic Record is in university. Um, yeah. And yeah, during college, yeah. that's what it seems like, right? Uh, so they're all older than Madoka and those girls. Mm-hmm. And it, I, I'm excited for when the series gets to it because you will be blown away by how small Madoka is. <laughs> let me tell you, having played the story, because when she shows up, she is this fucking tiny sprout next to these, like, towering women talking, and it's very funny. That's so interesting. Because you don't consider it, because they're all, like, the same size. Because the the series is, when you watch a series, it's framing it to how the the character filling the screen, and and especially Madoka, where there was, like, a lack of, like, and in general, like, you know, Shaft does this intentionally, where they, they intentionally, like, don't really show other characters that are not important, or they're tr- treated as vague silhouettes, etc. That's interesting. Okay, that's interesting. We, we don't really see any other characters to compare Madoka to, like, other adults, you know? Oh, wow. Okay. She's so fucking small. <laughs> a, Recently, she was in the bad. story parts that I was doing in the game, and it's just so fucking funny. <laughs> She's just, like, the, just it literally is, story. like, <laughs> who, who is this lost child, like, in One Punch Man when he's, or whatever? Like, it's literally yeah. like that. Like, it's like, oh, my God, what are you doing here? <laughs> uh, the funniest thing I think wow. that this adaptation does is, so she has, like, her, her sister is missing. That's the whole thing or whatever. She, nope, she can't. Yeah. She couldn't remember yeah. her sister. But she has this, like, half room, right? Where, like, half of the yeah. room is half furnished, which was all they showed in the game. But the anime has doubled down and made it even funnier by giving her a ton of pictures that are just her posing with someone, but the person's gone. <laughs> and there's just, like, all these pictures of her just, like, like with her arm around air, and she just has these <laughs> and stuff like that. It's, yeah. uh, it's so fucking funny. Uh, very good adaptation. I'm very glad that it turned out this way. Because I was very worried for it initially because it was supposed to come out like the beginning of last year and they delayed it. And I'm glad they delayed it because they're clearly putting the fucking work in. <laughs> when you see episode three, it's uh, it's really good. A lot of fight scene stuff. They do all the transformations. Uh, so it's good. Um, yeah, it's nice to see like an idealized like adaptation that's willing to edit stuff, you know, because like the fake go one is just very by the numbers. Like it's just like they're just trying to straight up adapt that game but this is like very like we're gonna take some fucking risks why not like we're gonna go wild it's good yeah and like like it's 
valid to have a straight adaptation, but also I do really respect Magia Record for trying something different. Like that, yeah. that is that is something that should happen more often. It really feels like a sequel series to Madoka instead of just like, you know, a game. Yeah, a game. Like a cash grab game. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. So the next up. Let's do a good one from LV. Let's see. Um, uh, How about Science Fell in Love, which I'm shocked you say a much preferable version to you than Kaguya-sama in this doc. Yeah. I've seen it too, so. (laughs) Okay. Um, Science Fell in Love, so I tried to prove it, as as they translated it. I think, I guess it's accurate. Maybe. (laughs) Yeah, it literally is Kaguya-sama Love is War, um, except with these scientists who have residency in a lab or something. Not clear. Not clear actually why they're there. So this They're is in info of, science. Like, they're just wasting their time doing this. Um, and basically one day, this one woman, she expresses to her colleague, like, oh, I think I fall in love with you. And then he just really, he does the thing where he just overanalyzes, like, oh, we got to break this down. Like, what does love mean, et cetera? And that's pretty much, I guess, what the whole series is going to be. Yeah, it's just it's just them, like, overanalyzing how to do things romantically or determining, like, oh, yeah, what, like, you know, what defines a date? Like, what defines, like, something romantic? Like, the first episode is them trying to figure out, like, how he should don her, like, properly. And, like, it's a whole thing where, like, they, like, rec- I think they, I don't remember, they, like, they, like, they like record it and they're like analyzing the frame like the like the framing of how he does it and they compared it to like a sumo wrestler where it's like oh no you're doing it wrong you're just like doing like a sumo wrestling maneuver i don't know it's just like i don't just like it's just funny like I, i don't know how else to describe it but it literally is just like these like kind of stupid adults even though they're they shouldn't be because they're scientists um you know it's 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 just one of those shows where like it's i feel like this is another series where um it's just like a group of adults trying to figure themselves out, but in a very absurd way. And I, the reason I think I like it more than Kaguya-sama is because I, they're adults, and that makes it more sil- sillier and, and funnier. And that they're like, I don't know, I, I, I just dig the whole idea like that. Oh yeah, they're scientists and they're over analyzing something. That's just, I don't know, that's just, that's that's very simple. Yeah. But that's just funny to me personally. Yeah. And maybe because I'm just more sympathetic to that premise versus like, why are these high schoolers like? twisted and going going nuts over like something like this right and maybe that's why i kind of like it a little better i don't know there's more room for it to be like sillier and less weird about it right um and yeah like i i was shocked because when i first saw like a few of the stills of it it didn't look good because so the way this show is animated um the way it's like it's production style like it uses very thick line art that excuse me it uses very thick line art that you don't really see a lot in other in a lot of new series now like a lot of series now follow this visual trend where the line art's very light or it's kind of just matching up with the color scheme of the character design this is this uses like very bold black line art of like in the animation where it makes it look older and kind of dated so like if you see a screenshot out of context it just kind of doesn't look good but i'm surprised i actually do like it so far so yeah um that's all I can say. About no, that's fine. I, 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 I might yeah. not share the same opinion because I like Kaguya more for sure. But I do, I do like specifically. I really like the uh, scientist girl because she's not just like she's, 
she's like twisted, but she knows she's twisted as opposed to like yeah. the typical archetype for a girl like this where they're just like twisted off in their own world or whatever. Yeah. Like it's very good to have this like character where like both of them honestly like the man a little is a little more twisted but like yeah oh he's really but like even he shows like very normal like acting sometimes but like her specifically she like acts like very like normal and shy like about Uh it like it's very good i think it's a very good dynamic that works and this and and like i felt like compared to kaguya at least the series very quickly has like a foil character that's like i you know kanade the other girl that introduced like in the first episode the other female scientist thus far who's like you know like quickly points out that they're being weird and i appreciate that like i appreciate that kind of voice of reason to be very sure whereas like everyone in kaguya is just like it's just out like there. sure i get that yeah <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah yeah but i still like kaguya so i'm just saying yeah like, no i get you like for this this premise is more like okay it's a little more grounded than that it's still very silly it's still very goofy but at least here and there there's kind of like okay like i'm able to distance you know the, the reality you know for it's a ground in reality a bit here and there like it's it's there yeah um, i do want to credit them specifically for um drawing a 3ds accurately uh, that they yes, play because usually the, usually when you see this shit they just draw a DS right they just draw like a DS yeah, or a yeah. Game Boy or something but no they went out of their way and they made a 3DS sure it's not a Switch yeah. that would be on top of times and but you know I, I appreciate this on its own I think that's impressive yeah and the character designs are like actually yeah. and interesting it's like oh especially the main girl's like oh yeah even the main guy is that, like a like, very generic design but he at least looks like like he stands out at least like even looking very generic yeah. like yeah 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 i was pleasantly surprised by it because i was not uh turns out like every time i'm like oh boy hetero romance comedy i'm not gonna like this every time it's <laughs> it been is, pretty it good is a very straight show like i was expecting it, it is it, that, that i mean that's i think that's unfortunately probably could say for a lot of like romance like it, it's just very straight yeah. you know and I, I you know it, like one day you know we can comment like oh wow actually uh, but no, yeah, this, uh, yeah. To be fair, I'll point out this is a very straight show. There is nothing indicating whatsoever. Well, nothing, like, like absolutely nothing. Yeah, nothing. Like based on like the care, the group of characters, we have an equal ratio of guy to girl. So I don't know. I'm predicting something here. <laughs> um, <laughs> maybe I don't know. Um, but it's a very straight show. Like even like uh, I think second episode when they were talking about relationships, it was a very rigid. You know, they're like they're, they're defining dates. Like it was a very rigid yeah. talking about like man and woman. It's so, you know so just you know, just to be upfront about that. But it, it's a very straight show. Um, but like even still, like like I said, it, it's good. It's like charming. Yeah, yeah. At least it's not like it's the uh, same way that know. like it's like oh okay. I feel about like yeah. uh, I mean maybe this is a bad example. Like Hagi is the best example. I think you're really you're really on the spot. Like say like nail on the head there when you compare those two mm. but uh also like uh, yeah, nozaki-kun for example or something like that like yes yeah exactly when it's stuff like this where it's like they're written like people you know even if they're like exaggerated over yeah. the tops type things they're still yeah. written like people and you can relate to it and enjoy I, it I, I think also because they're all comedies they are making fun of themselves yeah. in a way of how like absurd this is and like how they all, in a way, kind of satirize how this stuff is really romanticized a lot, and that's why these characters are, like, going through this, you know? They're just kind of, like, there is, like, a, a, there's kind of, like, that little serious blip of, like, yeah, this is kind of, like, commentary on how, like, 
these sort of things are over romanticized and people are like pressured into falling in love, et cetera. Like, you know, like just to speak on a deeper level. So it is making fun of itself in a little way. So that's why it's, it's something that's more empathetic compared to maybe a drama something or something more serious where it's like, Oh, okay. It's just, you know, just, obno- you know, some, versus something that's pretentious or obnoxious, you know, like it's, it's more sympathetic. Like I'm, I'm more able to sympathize with the characters in that way where it's not like, okay, you know, calm down there. Right. Yeah, for real. Um, so yeah, I, I was excited about that one because I was not expecting to like it. When I did. Yeah. Um, uh, was another one we can talk about. The asteroid in love is a good good thing. You're right here specifically. Uh, the best yes. friend is constantly horny on Maina must be stopped. I was blown away in the most recent episode by her. <laughs> she is like every episode she gets progressively more off the chain, I think. It, it's still a cute yeah. show, though. Uh, it's still a cute show. It's like, oh, okay. I was a little worried. Though. I was worried by this recent episode. Where I was like, oh, yeah. so, like, made outfits. I was like, oh, no. But it was fine. Uh-oh. It was very, they were normal. Yeah, it was so fine. It was contained. It really is just the <laughs> the friend who's, like, blowing things out of proportion. It's like, oh, I got to take pictures. And, like, it's just like, oh, geez. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, it's still a cute show. Yeah. There's, yeah. It's just, again, not, again, another thing where it's not, there's not a lot to say about it. Um, yeah. They just just out here yeah loving rocks oh well yeah okay my my issue with the show is yeah whenever they say like senpai or the teacher i'm like wait i get the character okay that's my kind of like only grip with gripe with the show like the character designs are a little not they're not like the besides like their hairstyles you know like they're not really distinct from each other um i feel like the students look too similar to the teachers like the adults so then it's like Oh yeah, I forgot that character's a teacher, but she looks too similar. Mm-hmm. Like, but you know, yeah, that's just like a my, like my you know, criticism in terms of like the art direction there. But other than that, it's just like just like a wholesome show so far. Besides, you know, wholesome. Besides that woman who is a wild awesome. animal, I I, I <laughs> yes. feel like it's funny because I think it's a very like this is basically a romance show i'm gonna be real with you like it it is is. like even though they're not saying it and then like the fact i think like the funniest thing in the world is that with it being basically a romance show and then like there's this bit where like the horny on main girl is like going absolutely hog wild over the main character's sister and like it's just like she's just has a crush on her clearly like desperately and they're just like she's weird around her and it's like what do you mean weird (laughs) like that's just like (laughs) they're not saying the word you can just say that yeah it's really weird to see works that do stuff like this because like i mean like i'll deal with it but it's just like when you see so many works that are just like whatever it's fine just gonna say gay shit or whatever or like their date like bloom into you or like Oh, uh, yeah. uh, Kase-san, like, you see that shit, and they're just gay. Like, it's fine. Sure. Nobody gets mad at them. I don't know. It's fine. It's, it's like a weird thing where I, I think series or like, like worlds like this where there's like, you know, are, are there male students? No. Jesus, do guys exist? Right. Exactly. Like in worlds like this where there's obvious like, you know, like, like, like gay under, you know undertones etc you know, like i'm gonna mention kaon for instance there's yeah. also this weird like there's also this weird like 
you know, don't forget K-On's two, two lady bathrooms. <laughs> oh, no, that was Love Live. I don't think K-On had the two lady bathrooms. <laughs> that was, that was just, but there was this, there's this weird, like, you know, like, they, they have, like, explicitly, oh, yeah, there's, there's explicitly something, like, romantic and gay here, but there's also this weird, like, barrier they put in the show where things are awkwardly chased as well. Yeah. You know, and like the whole thing about you know saying like, oh yeah, the girls are just acting like, oh yeah, she's weird. Like they don't, they can't say the word as if there's some sort of weird forbidden yeah. thing that they can't go past a certain point. Like, like a funny example that's not necessarily related to this, but just related to that concept is like, you know, thinking about like all the children's shows that exist, especially towards toddlers, where the adults don't curse. Yeah. You know, they, sure, you know, they, sure, I get you. It is like yeah, that. It really you know, like, is. Yeah, like there's this weird silent rule about like you know what you know. It's, I don't know how to describe it. I feel like there might be a specific word for it because especially thinking of that example. Um, but there's just some weird silent. Yeah, there's just some weird established rule that they, their lives don't have control over for some reason. That doesn't make nobody sense. told them the what the being gay was. Work, like right? it's just incomprehensible. Yeah, as like yeah, as like. As like grown teenagers and or young adults, it's like, what? Why are you not functioning normally? You know, why don't you know these things, right? But yeah, yeah. That can lead me to a real quick because I don't think we're gonna talk about it that long. Uh, the the Richards case files of Richard or whatever. Uh, oh yeah, the uh, the jewel jeweler. Did you watch Richard, how many yeah. episodes? Did you watch one? Only two. Okay, so you watched two. So the thing I'm going to say that's a lead-in into that is I was losing my mind because there's this part in the the beginning of the second episode where he's hired this Uh man and, like, he's making tea for him or whatever. And, like, he's like, whoa, how is your, like, Arabic customer not, like, really hot? And and then he's like, do you remember what I told you (laughs) when I hired you? And I was like... Uh-huh. I, I like jokingly said to my roommate when we worked on that, I said, don't be racist. And then he immediately said, don't be racist. <laughs> and, like, he's like, that was the first thing I told you when I hired, don't be racist. Don't hate uh, gay people <laughs> and don't yeah. be rude to women. And I was like, wow, damn, he really said that. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like but you one, said here yeah, just like that uh, yeah. it didn't need to be animated. And I completely agree. Cause there is like three bits yeah. of motion in the entire thing. <laughs> so the the case the uh the case files of jewel richard is literally about these two guys working together um to you know quote unquote solve mysteries you know they're not really mysteries per se they're more like just like you know running into life situations with their clients and realizing oh you know like like oh these people have problems and we're gonna just talk it out with them to solve them etc there's nothing really dramatic about it at least so far um and um basically this um college student he like starts working with this jewel appraiser um, after he um, confronts him over the fact that his his you know some re- you know really upsetting thing where his grandmother stole a ring from someone years ago and then he feels like in order to like you know finally put her, his his grandmother's soul to rest like he's like I gotta find out who originally owned this ring I must know the story behind this ring and so then he confronts Richard by just one day coincidentally um, helping him out when he was like getting mugged in the street and so that's kind of how like they befriended each other etc. Um, but yeah, other than that, there's like. There's like nothing going on in the show really to warrant why it's animated. Like, like as Rosa said, it's really just a lot of talking. It's a lot of talking. They don't really do anything like spectacularly like interesting with their sh- the cinematography. It's just a lot of talking. It's just like anything you would see in a live action series in a drama. So I don't know. And like also, it, it it is an interesting show. Like it is interesting, but it's also just. But it's it's not visually interesting, right? Yeah. Like it's not, I don't think it's something that will hold my attention really moving forward. Like I think this is something I could go in and out if I think about it once in a while. But it's not something that 
I don't think really caught me, right? It, it hasn't really grabbed me. So something did catch <laughs> so. me in the second episode, which is that I think the whole premise of the second episode was kind of insane because, like, yeah, it's like, it like he says from the outset, right. like, uh, of episode one, like that they he operates on like confidentiality, like protecting both himself and the whoever his like customers Device. and clients yeah. are. And then in that second episode, they literally just like give all of this information about this woman to this dude who could just yeah, be like a stalker like, or something. And it's like, right. and specifically, like, I thought that the revelation in the second episode was going to be that this man is too overbearing. He's too like cowardly. He's too like yeah. not good. And then like, it wasn't even that that was the resolution at the end. Cause like, yeah. like the entire time, like he's just talking over her saying like, tell me the answer. And then just answering for her to himself. And it was just like, they didn't do anything with that, which was very, like, eh. they, Yeah, they didn't really even solve her situation. Yeah, I know. She was just like, I guess I'm <laughs> marrying this man because he gave like, me oh, an $8 billion dollar ring or whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like, I do like hearing about yeah, the gems, know. even though I've already known the things. I like hearing yeah. about the Myanmar diamonds or whatever. Yeah, ro- ro- like, akin to Astray and Love, rock facts, you know. It's, it's People like wonderful. to learn things, you know. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of these series with very niche, like, educational interests, you know, like, you know, unfortunately to bring up Satan Academy again, animal facts, like, oh, okay. And then, and then we got rock facts on this corner, so. <laughs> rock facts. Yeah, rock facts. Rock facts. <laughs> um, all right, let me think. Uh, here, oh, this is a good thing that y'all, y'all can both talk about, probably, uh, how, how y'all like an Izokin. Easy breezy. Easy fucking breezy. Um, I'm an episode behind, <laughs> but God <coughs> damn. You're still good in that regard, because in terms of the progress, like, yeah, you're actually, that's still fine. It's so good. It's still really good. Mm-hmm. Um, something that that I kind of talked to you about, Rose, because I know that you're not, like, super impressed by it, mm-hmm. but I understand why you would be, because... Um, Honestly, a lot of the dialogue in that show is just them, like, kind of explaining animation shit, and it's, you know, like, it, it can be a bit like, alright, whatever. That show is very much a visual show. It is all, it is carried by its visuals, and if you're someone that cares a lot more about the writing and the dialogue, then absolutely I could see it not being as incredible as some other, as, as people are saying, but for me, it's just, like, the visuals are so, like, sensational, and it's just such a treat to see how they're using the, how they're using animation to express the, 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 the mood of the characters and what they're trying to do and their aspirations and just what animation is as a medium. I respect that a lot, and it's very fun to watch. So again, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna poo poo you, but that is just what I think, and that that is my theory on why it's not. Don't don't poo poo anyone. Oh, I'm not yeah, gonna poo poo anyone. Please don't poo poo anyone. <laughs> but no, I I, I just I, I think that might be that might be it for you. I mean, I I, I don't want to assume too much. Do you think that might be it? I don't know. I think I think I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna tell you what the real answer is. I said this last week, last show. Uh, uh-huh. I think it's just my hipster gene acting up. I'm gonna be real with you. 
You I think, think so? Yeah, I really think it is just that. There is, it's giving you a twitch. Yeah, it's yeah. what happens. If someone says something's good to me, I'm like, fuck you. Get out of here. Yeah, it's, right. it's kind of like being talked. It's it's like being talked about like a lot right now. Like that, that's understandable. Yeah, like, I, oh, like, yeah, I mean, that's also how John feels about demons. It's like, true. You know, yeah. it's like the same thing. <laughs> Broken no hero. Is that how you feel about that one? I wouldn't <laughs> say that. I just I just yeah, kind of okay. fell off of it because it was really it, yeah, because it was wrong. slow. Yeah, it was real. It was yeah. slow for a while, and I I should I should give it another go because it, it's good. It does, like I, yeah, it is good. It is good. But no, um, I do. I do really enjoy Azoken. It, it is very fun, and yeah. it's, and I, I, I will always love like like I, I think you LV said that like oh everyone should draw their OCs or whatever doing the dance and oh my god I, people start doing it it's wonderful it's really good like just <laughs> not necessarily OCs but like fan art like you know fan art memes like that's great yeah there was one with like the the near automata characters that was really good I like that a lot that's really good. No, yeah, I, I, I really, I'm kind of just, like, blown away by how popular it is. I don't, like, I'm very surprised, because, like, I, I think it's visually very stunning, and I think, like, I, I don't even think there's anything wrong, particularly with the writing or anything, don't get me wrong when I say this. Um, I'm just, like, blown away by, like, how it has, like, operating on the same level of popularity as, like, Demon Slayer or something, when I, it doesn't feel like the type <laughs> of show that should be. That is very surprising. Like it, it's it's so like it, it's it pervasive. Like it it's very niche. like yeah yeah. It's it's filling everything uh, up. It, it, yeah. I I think there's a number of factors as to why that happened. I think the biggest thing is one Yuasa really has kind of been an established name now, and like I think he's really making his way up in terms of like if you mention his name, like okay, anyone who watches anime probably actually knows that name now. Like you know, I would say it's still not about like he's still kind of like a niche specific artist, but like he's kind of working his way up to being like oh yeah like. I can name, like, things he's done. Like, I know who that is um, to an extent. Um, and the second factor being is that, you know, I myself who makes art, like, I, I, like, a lot of people I follow who do art as well, like, in the art community have been talking about this show. And if you follow any of those ma major artists who, like, love this show and felt, like, a really personal kinship to this show, like, that gets the word out easily, you know? Like, I, sure. I think that really helped it a lot. And, like, that's, like, a really nice, cool, like, way of, like, how things literally can just get yeah. popular by word of mouth. Um, and, I mean, and, yeah. also, also, honestly, straight up, it's also probably the theme song. Like, the theme song just, like, as soon, oh, yeah. as, soon as that theme song came out, everyone was like, oh, shit, <laughs> this rules. <laughs> uh-huh. Um. I mean, someone made, someone made like, great, there's, like, a couple of great fan art and, like, a great comments pointing out, like, yeah, the, the, the dynamic of the three girls, and even kind of, like, the show itself, it's very akin to, like, it's it's appealing to people who, like, Ed, Ed, and Eddie, yeah. like, that's how their dynamic really is, so, like, um, but their, their, their personalities are kind of, like, a mixture of the three, it's not, like, evenly across, so, like, you know, single D Ed, like, main Ed, the short one. <laughs> you know like he his selfishness is more apparent in like the tall girl but also she's also the more logical type so she's also still double d i don't know it's just like there's just it's it's like just these th the group of three kids like and the shenanigans they do it's very much the same feel of that show except compared to like identity they're not really they're not really bothering anyone yet yeah um, yeah they're kind of self-contained but it's similar to that. It's like these three kids like scheming something together. You know, it, it feels that way. Like, like oh yeah, like a hangout at a treehouse, which is literally kind of what they're doing because now they're they finally you know are trying to like get their club recognized under the wraps. And they finally got a space. They're trying to 
fix uh, further things. So that's kind of what the feel is. And I think that's like hitting people in a very nostalgic way, even though they don't have a attachment to animation or even the art itself. Like I, I think like if it's not hitting you for that reason, it's hitting you for that other reason, maybe. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I will say that it at least led to one of my favorite Twitter conversations I saw in recent memory, which was some someone posting the, the tall girl um, uh-huh. and then someone yeah. saying, oh, cool, what's she from? And then someone said, keep your hands off eyes, Ken. And the, another person just responded, okay, geez, bro, calm down. Nobody's going to touch Isaac. And they just wanted to know what the show was. Really, I thought it, they really tickled me. So it's very good. Um, it's like, it's kind of weird. Like, I, I don't, I'm curious as to why the title the way it is, because, you know, Isaacin means film club. I don't know why it's yeah. not called film club. Like, I'm curious as to why it's being kept that way. And like, even the girls themselves just say Isaacin. They don't... I mean, well, when the, when it's subtitled, like they just say Isaac and they don't say film club. I, I'm curious as to what the decision is on that. Like, is there a specific? I don't know. Maybe that will explain, or maybe that's just like a. Stay tuned thing. to find out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I'll I'll talk about a real wild show that I think I've only watched, which is Twenty Two Seven. Uh, let me tell you about this show. So it's an idol show. And then I was immediately thrown off because in the opening, uh, I think that the voice for the main character is the um, the girl who writes the sex books in uh, Oh Maidens in Your Savage Season. I really uh, love her voice. Oh, okay. You know what oh, I'm talking yeah. about? The oh, one yeah. who has a very yeah, distinct yeah. voice. Yeah, yeah, she I does think it's her. Voice. I yeah. think. It's or someone who sounds very like her, and I really like how distinct that voice is. But anyways... Um, that opening is like sung spoke by her, which is pretty good. Mm-hmm. But in the opening, Nasu, the fate man, is just attributed. And I was like, uh, because it just seemed like it was a normal idol thing. But then in the first episode, they get all of these girls get like an invitation or something to come to this like idol office. That's under a zoo. And uh, this is all played completely straight. And they go there and they're like, look, here's like the idol instructors. Here's like uh, the workout station. Here's the practice stage where you can practice playing. This is all built under here to help you become great idols. We chose you because you're great idols. And they go, how did you choose us? And they go, come into the bottom floor. And they go to the bottom floor of this complex. And there's just this golden skull wall. Uh, with a bunch of like ornamentation and stuff like that and they go this is the wall it picked you and we have to obey every instruction it gives us and i was like what is it a death game thing no it's just a normal idol show by all accounts but there's just the wall and the the main girl is like a poor girl and like but not like she like she lives with her family and they're scraping by or whatever and she's like trying to find like normal work or whatever but like she doesn't want to be an idol because she hates idols oh shit oh uh-oh she goes on a rant about idols to them when when she says she's going to be an idol because she's like i'm going to do the job i hate the most in the world because i want money uh, idols suck so much. I hate idols. The concept of idols she is disgusting. She jobs that make a lot of money. Uh, so she's having, she's had trouble finding work and stuff like that. Because oh, okay. she doesn't have much education or anything. All right. 
Okay. Uh, and she lives with her family and stuff like that. I, to give you an idea of how dire it is for her, like she sold her keyboard for fifteen dollars, uh, <gasps> and she thought that was a lot Damn. of money, which you know, big Damn. move. But uh, Damn. it was like, uh, but like just a, like yeah, a gamer keyboard. Like a no, keyboard? like a like a, oh. a like a song keyboard because she's a oh oh no yeah. Um, but yeah, like, so, uh, she, she went on this big rant about how adults suck, which was good. You know, I always welcome something like that, especially when it's not being framed in Dr. Stone world where they seem to think that that's evil to say stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> yes. but yeah, so like then in like the second episode, she's like, I don't know how to be an idol or whatever. Good thing. I don't have to worry the wall, like the entire building shakes and this little note comes out of the wall. And the wall's like, she's going to be the lead idol of the group. And she's like, oh, fuck. And then she just like, like, she's like, oh, I'll resolve myself. And it's very normal idol show. And she's doing all this stuff. And then the wall fucking spits out like this ominous envelope that sends to her mother that says like, I have important information regarding her activities or something to them. And it's like, what is the wall's game? Like, what does the wall want? And it's I just think wall, it's really brother. funny. I keep saying the wall. Like, there's just this fucking wall, and they don't talk about it, and they're all just like, like, a lot of the idol girls are like, who cares? We don't need to listen to the wall. And the guy's like, do not disrespect the wall. <laughs> like, you, like, at one point, like, like, when they spit out the thing, like, she'll be the lead idol, this one girl who's like, this, the, like, who is actually an idol that they, like, had hunted, basically was like, hey, like, why does she get to be the idol? And the guy's like, literally like, you do not backtalk the wall. You do not get angry and yell at the wall. It's not right. The wall is doing what it can, okay? It was like, oh my god, it's just fucking wall. Like, what is this? I want to know where it's going. Why is Nasu attached to this project? Because he loves the wall. Is he, like, where is this going? Is there going to be a grail war? It's going to be a wall war. Maybe that's so... That's so weird. Like, maybe... Hmm. So the way the series sounds like, it's just maybe they're building it up to be really something actually super fucked up, and it's I, trying to masquerade itself as, like, a normal idol. See, like, I don't project, know, right? because it's yeah. a multimedia project, and it's just been normal so, idol stuff for the past couple right. of years. That's interesting. Okay. Maybe at some point, like, there's going to be stuff released where it's like, oh, actually... I, I don't know. Maybe... I don't know if they're playing it straight or if there's if the anime's just being weird, right? <laughs> I don't know. It's just like I want to know. I guess I now know you unfortunately have is. to find out, right? <laughs> I do have to find out. I'm I'm enjoying That's it actually. Like I think it's it's fr- framed very well. I like how it's like animated and like uh the main girl's voice, like I said I love her voice. Like it's very like distinctive and emotional. I think uh, very good at conveying stuff. Um yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to where that goes. I just think it's really funny that they're just like the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, Interesting. All right. Be, like referenced in future songs. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> it's that's so yeah. They'll all just bust out a song I mean, at an like, idol concert that's like the wall, the wall. Uh, yeah, like I'm intrigued too. I don't think I should watch it because I don't want to, you know, like be dragged down in that <laughs> what does that mean what do you drag down what do you mean i used to be so into love live like and then now I'm just i like, see oh, okay. yeah no i don't i don't want okay i guess get I dragged get be dragged down and have to play everything and then partake in everything that well i don't think there's any know? games or anything so not yet uh, i guess they're, you're gonna, right. they're gonna 
based on what you said, they're they're probably gonna they're probably producing one right now or developing it, and it's gonna explain the wall as like a bigger thing, maybe, maybe. I I don't know. Wait, there's a Japanese idol girl group multimedia project between Aniplex Sony Music Records, described as idols who transcend dimensions. Yeah, maybe there's yeah something. What the fuck? There's probably something effed up, like that they're planning to like reveal. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to find out. I want to (laughs) know. Or maybe not, and it'll just be really disappointing and weird. Um. All right. Uh. So, Iramakun, I want to say oh I have God. a complaint about Iramakun. <laughs> Go for it. For the it. first time. I think they're dragging their feet right now. Ooh. They are! Oh, I agree with you! Yeah, I'm glad. I agree I, with I, you. I, I was wondering, because, so, yeah. No, you're not, you're, not, you're not alone here. I think I agree with you. I, I, they're, so, so, trying to be vague, since, like, right, John hasn't caught yeah. up, right? Um, they're, they're going through, like, a serious kind of thing right now there's like some sort of serious thing developing right now and i feel like it's dragging all along too many episodes based on like how the rest of the series was yeah you know, it's a little more comedic tone like this thing should have been contained in two episodes we're like on the fourth episode where this thing is being dragged on I, the I don't, same I don't... events have happened in every episode basically right of the last right and it's like it's just talking it's and, and nothing really exciting is happening I'm like come on like you know what like this thing is building up let it happen um and it's not happening yet, you know, like, come on, there's been, like, a lot of, like, like, ooh, like, fake outs and stuff, but we don't need it, come on, just, like, just get to the thing, let's see it happen, and I don't know. It's interesting, too, because there isn't, hasn't been a lot of focus on Arima Kun himself, I feel like, the last few episodes yeah. as well. Or nothing that really, you know, in episodes where they focus on another character in some way and responds back to, going back to Arima Kun in a way, like it's in some way it relates to him, whereas in the past couple ones they haven't really, which is interesting. So I don't know. They kind of, yeah, these kind of have been like weaker episodes. I feel like uh, it's just like I was thinking like the last two episodes specifically could have been one episode. One episode. Like, yes. like we sat here and we were like, wow, the ending of the last episode last time we were on the podcast, we were talking like, hey, the mm-hmm. ending of the last episode was fucked up. Like we were blown away. Like it, yeah, it was a yeah. twist, and then like nothing. Like nothing has happened since then. It's like we. It's like yeah. We already, We as a viewer already know what the. We already know the plan and motivations of this character, and they're kind of dragging along their. They're like giving more hints as to what they're we're doing as there, but they're kind of dragging along like the same information that I, you know I feel like we yeah. It's, it's, there's nothing new being said. Yeah. Like, yeah. it really felt genuinely like the last two episodes were the same episode, just repeated. Right. Like, it was, right. like, so, like, In what the fuck? Way, slightly. <laughs> um, yeah. But, I mean, I'm still, like, I'm not, like... Yeah. This isn't, like, a Demon Slayer situation where I, like, I... As much as I like Demon Slayer, it was very much, like, there were a few episodes where I was just, like, my eyes, like, falling asleep. Glazed like, I couldn't over, yeah. fucking take it. Like, I, yeah. I totally get why John stopped watching it, mm-hmm. uh... But like, uh, it's not as bad as that. I'll say. It's, it's just, definitely not. It's still it's still fine. But it's, it's like, funny and charming, you know. Still, so it's just it's it's it definitely pales in comparison to how like consistent other episodes. It's been so snappy and stuff like, like that. Yeah. Like, yeah, where they got to the point. Like the like, ball game episode, episode, right? That's a great example to compare yeah. it to. Like they resolved yeah, yeah. that like over the course of two yeah, and episodes. There was a lot. There was a lot going on too, and yeah. I think they did it in a 
compact way. They didn't need to stretch it on any further, and they moved on. And they, like, hit, nailed so many things with that. Like, they nailed Asmodeus stuff. They nailed, like, mm-hmm. Aramis stuff, the, the butler. Like, they nailed yeah. all these stuff that were underexplored and explored these themes. And then these four episodes, like, these past two episodes, I could not two tell characters. you. Like, They're really only focusing on two characters. Like, and oh. it's not even adding anything to them. It's just, yeah. like, reiterating, like... Like, there should be more scene. Like, the fact that, like, most of these episodes haven't been driven by the fact that Irima's grandfather is in prison and, like, <laughs> like making jokes I... about that or something. Yeah. Like, what are they doing? <laughs> right. Right. Like, the rest of the school still hasn't found out. Like, I don't know. It feels like such a, a like, a, a decent amount of time has Actually, yeah, like day, like a couple of days, I think have passed in universe too. Like, there's no one like how like I want to know the side of the school like where that's going on. Like, why is no one talking about it? Or why no one's you, you know like yeah. not enough Amory, not enough Amory. Oh, <laughs> and they introduced the Amory's father, like yeah. too, like which Who is a big thing. <laughs> like, like they could have had like a, a bunch of like interactions between Irma's grandfather and him like that would have been perfect like to have like especially because like i want to know more about this dad because he did give his daughter like five thousand manga romance like things or whatever out of nowhere and told them they were Uh forbidden texts like i want to know this guy um but yeah, I, I hope it, I, I assume, like, the last ep- episode did end with, like, okay, they have to do shit now, so. Hopefully it'll be better. Um, ba-da-ba-ba. What else? Um, I think we're all bummed out that Doro Hidoro is on Netflix lock. <laughs> it's so, so sad. It is so yeah. sad. Like, it's the type of thing where it's like, I would be going out of my way to go find it somewhere and watch it, but it's just like, that's so much work. I don't... It is. I, I'm glad, though, people are, like, getting, like, well, at least trying. I don't know if they'll end up liking it, but, like, at least trying to think that looks really weird, because it is a very... Well, for one thing, it's, like, graphic. It's it's graphic. It's a graphic violent show. So, um, but I'm glad there's people who got curious about it. I'm like, oh yeah, like, I, I wouldn't think people would. It's very niche, and like, I think it appeals to like a huge sensibility if you're into like grungy stuff, especially like really like those gross like underground comics. You know, that's sort yeah. of audience. But I'm glad like people recognize like, oh, this seems interesting. You know, like yeah. So more for niche stuff, but yeah. I I I I, I read the manga and like yeah, I love it so. But that's that's the only thing filling my void since I can't watch it and how it looks like if it moves. So that's fine. But I'm glad. Yeah, again, I'm glad people are like curious about it. At least some some murmurs for it. Yeah, it's it's really fun seeing people react so positively to it. Um, mm-hmm. I, I will say that like I'm still kind of disappointed with some of the aspects of it. I haven't watched it yet, but I'm yeah. just disappointed that like it's got that like weird 3D CG shit. Yeah, uh, it unfortunately does. But at the very least, it's not purely three D CG, which is nice. Yeah. Like all this, all the traditional animation looks very good, so it's fine. Mm. I won't, I won't, I won't, I won't piss and moan too much about it because it's it's still cool, and I'm like glad that it exists. I'm glad that there is a a Dora Hidoro anime. It deserves to exist. Um. All right, uh, let's see. Next up, let's go with the Nobunaga dog anime that I didn't see you had written that down to. 
LV. I, I did write that down. I, I, you yeah. see, you say here, it's probably going to be the same jokes across 12 episodes. You're probably right. I think that's, so. that's what I, I think just, as well. I was like, mm. But I think it is some incredible level shit that they made Mitsuhide an anime man, but Nobunaga's yes. a dog. Yes. Some real. <laughs> got some brains going on over there. I don't know. They're. Gonna be uh, weird with that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I I laughed at it. Like I was like, oh okay. I, I thought it was gonna be something corny, but I was like, oh yeah, I got it, it was funny. It was actually funny here and there. Um, there's one specific joke that I know that they'll keep doing that I was like didn't even like that much, which was them being like, This is what it would look like if it was real Nobunaga instead of a dog or whatever in the scene, and it was just like, Yes, I get it. It would look weird exactly. if it was a man instead of a dog. Channel. Like they did it yes. like three times. Uh-huh. In the same episode, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, like, not bad, actually, but it's not something I see as, like, nah. I don't know. I feel like this is one of those shows where, like, because, like, it has so very little to, like, honestly do b before the point where you start repeating jokes. Like, this could have been, like, a mini series, Like, a lot of those, like, mi like comedy miniseries that would, like, you know, not to not to insult it, but, like, like those, like, you know, it would be in between a commercial. Like, you can say one joke, that's it. You know, that's <laughs> it. You're good. You know? but And that's it. It fills the time, but... I'm I'm surprised it, like it is this long series that it, it, something that got adapted into a long series. Um, but it's fine. The ending the ending song is Buck Wild. It has like live action dog footage and it's the voice actors singing the, yeah. the, the ending song. It's it's pretty wonderful. The dogs it's that really look cute. like the dogs in the show. Yeah, like so. That's you pretty know, good. Nobunaga is like a sheep. And then like so the next episode thing too is like it's just them barking. Yeah, it's like real dogs barking at each other or whatever, and like. Uh, they have to subtitle it. Yeah, yeah it it's rules. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would say even the opening kind of rules. The opening like, does oh. snap, slap. Yeah, they're, slap. they're really hamming it. Yeah, they're really hamming it up with like like those aspects, and that's fun. But other than that, it's like, huh? Again, it's another thing I don't think will hold my attention personally because I don't see anything that will like be interesting to keep following it. Right. Um, it's just going to be like, oh, yeah, yeah, as you said, Rose, it's just like, oh, yeah, haha, this is how I look. You have to remember, he's like a man, he's like a burly man, and he's doing this dog thing, teehee, he has a cute name, um, and yeah, it's all these, and again, like, there, it's all these other, like, you know, other historical figures contemporary to him, like, all these, like, other burly guys who are tough, etc., now they're just cute dogs, and they're doing gross dog things, so... Nothing, nothing else to say. Are they there. wiping their butts on the carpet? Are they like, is that what it is? <laughs> oh man, that's so oh, that's so funny. <sighs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like Ot, he she's giving him a bath, and then it, it cuts to the thing where like he he's like, oh yeah, I used to love baths, and he's like bathing with sexy women, and then he's just like a pathetic dog being sprayed with a shower nozzle. But yeah, it's literally going to be the same joke. It's going to be the same joke throughout the Look, series. Look, I, I did, I did just fine. talk shit about a show having a dog rub its ass on the floor, but I'm going to be completely honest. Anytime a dog does that, I, I it takes me a second to tell them to stop <laughs> because I it, it because I usually laugh really hard at it. <laughs> you might like this show, honestly. <laughs> you might be into it. Dogs are fucking weird. Like, I, 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 they are I, loved, weird. I love being around dogs. They just do mm -hmm. wild shit and then you just have to, you have to mm -hmm. accept it they don't care they don't care they don't i respect them for that mm -hmm. like cats at least try to be dignified they don't mm -hmm. 
it doesn't work all the time. They'll fall off of shit, and then they try to brush it off. But, like, dogs, they're just like, yeah, I'll, I'll just knock things over. Yeah, I'll just, I'll yeah, just, yeah. I'll just eat grass. All right, sure. Mm-hmm. Dogs. Dogs. Um... Uh, uh, so we're both caught up on Somali, which took a week off to randomly post the cast commentary, which was weird. Um, but uh, yeah, Somali's still good, right? And like, yeah, it's still good. It was literally a cooking episode last. Yeah. Episode. I was so into it. I love that Oni. I mean, whoa, no, not Oni. Oh God. No, they no. were they were Oni. They were, they were Oni. Oni. They were type of Oni. Yes, they were gnome Onis or something. They were like a like pygmy like, Oni, like, I think. Yeah, yeah. They're like smaller than usual, and they're more they're more human like. Um, yeah, again, cute. You know, we finally have like, you know, they immediately already like have stakes here. It's like, um, um, you know, the force, the force spirit man, the golem, he's, he, 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 he tells the Oni like, oh yeah, I don't have much time to live technically. Like his, he's already, he's, he's like thousands, like hundreds, thousands. I don't remember the number, but a thousand years is how long they live. And he's 998. (laughs) (laughs) like five or something he's literally like oh yeah i have like a like a year left or like less than a year left right um so now there's a time limit now like we're um you know like you know what is he gonna do with somali the the human child and etc etc so yeah but still it's still a good show like it's very interesting i'm very interested in this world it's just showing you things without having to over explain things you know it's it's great um yeah they established that the golem can speak to animals, but the animals don't yes. talk or anything. They just make like squeaking noises, and he's like, "Damn." Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> he gets them. Yeah, he gets. Yeah, them. he just gets. Which them. makes, which he makes sense, I guess, concerning his job. Yeah. You know their jobs, like Forest Golem's job. Yeah. They kind of probably. Have I'm just to glad that communicate with them in some way. This is the longest. It's been the longest time since I've seen a case where they don't just make the animals start talking or whatever. Yeah. And be like, well, you can understand that, or whatever. Like, they just go, like, squeak. And I'm like, yes, they're just fucking animals. The, well, the, well, maybe because also the cat did talk. Cat that cat was episode. fucked up, though. I don't know about that cat. <laughs> it was. I think the cat probably does know how to talk, maybe. Or I don't know if we were, we were getting the cat's mental thoughts. It, I don't know. It wasn't. No, it was talking. Well, it seemed to just oh, okay. be a person. It was a talking cat. It had like fucked up eyes and like things. <laughs> it did. It was. It had murderous blood eyes. It, was, it, it was did. It was not comfy. Awful. But yeah. It's yeah, series. it's good. Um, all right. Uh, John, give us the Pokemon update. How about that? Pokemon Shoot. update. All right, everybody. Pokemon update. Pokemon update. Uh, so unfortunately i don't i don't think i have too much of an update um there the mm-hmm. these last two episodes weren't like as powerful as the mr mime episode that was like that fucking like heinous bullshit it was like oh my god <laughs> so scary yeah no that mr mime thing was like a nightmare um i i'm i'm glad that that didn't happen again um I'm trying to th- so the the latest episode I definitely remember was like the Ho episode. I'm trying to No Bobopedia, can you can you help me? Okay, yeah. Bobopedia. In in my times of trouble, I I call out to Bobopedia and it answers. It says, John, you you fucking nightmare human. 
and I say, I'm sorry, Bulbapedia, please let me, let me live. Um, where are the, where are the episodes? Okay, here it is. Okay, thank fuck. All right. So yeah, so, okay, okay. All right, you know what? Actually, episode eight here, it wasn't as fucked up as the Mr. Mime episode, but there were some really good faces in it. Like, like there was like a fucked up shriveled Piplop. And there's a cr- there's a crow gunk that like makes the troll face a bunch. I've seen oh. the it was so good. It was really good. So the episode was about um so they go to Ho or no not Hoenn. They go to Sinnoh. Uh specifically they go to Snow Point City. Cause uh this like fucked up Piplup just like uh, like shows up in Vermilion City and they're like, what the hell? And the Piplup ran away and swam across the ocean. Because it was jealous of this Croagunk that its trainer caught because she was giving the Croagunk more attention. And so they enter a race to compete. Um, and then Team Rocket shows up and interrupts and then they end up teaming up with each other and then they become friends. And that's pretty wow. much it. Um, and yeah, it was it was just a cute, funny episode with all the like you know, fucked up images that they, that they did. Um, you know, there's the fucking, there's, there's a part where a Psyduck shows up and the girl's like, oh, wow, you're, you're pretty, you're a pretty good swimmer too. And then the, the boys are like, oh shit, that Psyduck's gonna be a problem. Cause now the Psyduck's gonna be the one that she gives all the attention to. This lady just needs to be better at like not paying all giving all her attention to one pokemon because that seems to be the issue here um but it was it was it was funny and cute like it was just cute um and it was just interesting to see Sinnoh again it i i you know i haven't thought about Sinnoh in a positive light in a long time and then i'm just <laughs> thinking like oh yeah you know what there was some good stuff in there like all the snow aspects of that <laughs> like that was nice that was fun um and then the latest episode was just like, oh, hey, ho And that was pretty much it. Like, they just had, like, an old... Wow. Yeah, they had, like, an old guy, and he was like, ho doesn't exist. And then his, like, young... Whoa. And then his, like, Whoa. grandson was like, no, Grandpa, it does exist. We gotta go up the tower and see it. And then, <laughs> like, it was just, like, about them going up to see the ho And nobody sees it except the Grandpa. Because, like, everyone else turns around and walks away, and the grandpa, like, lingers for a second, and then the ho flies by, and before he can tell them to turn around, it's gone. And he's just like, you know what, kids? I think ho does exist. Um, oh. Yeah. Like, it wasn't bad, though. It was fun. Um, yeah, I mean, like, like I, th- this show is just, like, a pretty standard, like, stuff, where it's just like, yeah, you know, they're going on these cute little adventures. It's fine. Um... And the next episode, they're going to, like, a Dragonite Island, which that sounds exciting. I can't wait to see all the... Everyone's dragons. favorite they're, dragon. They're like, they're, like, jumping from location to location really quickly, which is kind of insane, considering how the original series, you know, just the original pace of the, the, the series... Oh, where it took them seven like, years to get to any city. Yeah, yeah or, like, yeah. to get to a town, it takes, like, three episodes, like, there's some sort of gap where they're in the wilds I, for a bit, and, like, I mean, getting interrupted all the time by Team Rocket or some other inane situation, like, what, how is this... Yeah, so, like... How does this feel like, to t- you t- Team Rocket's like, shown up, happen? like, three, two or three times so far. Okay, interesting. And, um, they also are explicitly, like, taking, like, 
realistic transportation to the different cities. Public transportation. Like, yeah, like they'll ride a train or they'll take a, or they'll go on a plane or they'll go on a boat. Like they, they actually go places like a normal human being would. Um, Yeah. You know, obviously they could just like do like Pokemon stuff as well. Like obviously I'm sure that they could just like surf or fly or whatever, but I don't know. There might be like. Like, like long distances like that, I don't think you could just fly. Like, I'm sure I'm sure you could ride a Pokemon from like Pallet Town to Celadon. But if you're going from like uh-huh. Vermilion City to Snowpoint City, that's probably like cruel. So you can't fly that right. far on your Pokemon. Um, right. But I, I, I really like I really like it how they're trying different things and going to different places and like revisiting cities. And it's not just like, oh, hey, we're just going here to do the gym battle and that's it. Like, it's like, it, it, it humanizes the Pokemon world in a very interesting way. Like, just being able to show all these different areas and all these different locations that you can visit that are like, oh, hey, people live here. Pokemon live here. This is, like, a realistic land. And, like, it, the, the, this, like, feels like a place that you could visit. It's it's cool. And I've seen some people, like, disliking how the characters are going because ash is still very much like battle like focus like you know he likes to battle he likes challenges but go's whole thing is he just wants to catch pokemon like for yeah. example like as soon as he shows up in Sinnoh, he just catches a mantike and then in as soon as they show up in johto he catches a centret and then he catches a mistrevis and a stantler like a little while after and it's just like it doesn't really show him, like, bonding with the Pokemon, and I guess I could understand, like... Like, I, I saw some people complaining about it on Twitter, and I kind of understand, because they're like... You know, in the old series, when someone would catch a Pokemon, it became, like, a new character. It was like, oh, hey, this Pokemon's gonna show up a bunch, it's going to, like, have, like, an actual, like, dynamic with the other characters. But now here, it's just like... Yeah, he caught the Pokemon, and it's like, they're just getting shoved in the box, basically... Like, you know, like, he's not, he's not actually doing that. Like, they, they go to the lab, and there's scenes of him, like, interacting with them. But it's absolutely not as much as, like, oh, hey, back in the old series, like, when Ash caught a Pokemon, that Pokemon was, like, in every scene, you know? Like, no, they don't do that. And, I mean, it's more realistic to how the games are. But also, I guess people are kind of realizing, like, huh, when I, do, when I have 400 Pokemon in my boxes, that, that, I, I realistically couldn't, pay that much attention to them huh it's like yeah dude that's true it's kind of fucked up that's but it's fucked true. up i don't want to think about that well you have to and yeah. uh i mean uh, ev- everyone has mentioned that there needs to be an episode in in this season with about a shiny hunter like there, there needs to be i'm just... shocked they haven't done anything about shiny pokemon in so long and that like like shiny pokemon do show up every once in a while in... yeah like noctowl yeah like ash had a shiny pokemon and then like sometimes he like you know like a shiny will show up like in like a big group of pokemon or something but i think there should absolutely be an episode where some guy is just like I only want to catch shiny Pokemon. I only want to get the different colored ones, like all of it. Like, and, and, and they're just like, you're fucking nuts. Like, I want them to just be like, what kind of person would do something like that? And they just look right at the camera. Like that, that's, that's what I want. I want them to, look, I want them to kink shame me basically. <laughs> <laughs> I think you put it well as like, you know, in response to like a lot of people's like dislike for go, like, like they're, they're trying, they're trying now to actually adapt and like, you know, you know, call out like you know certain things people actually do in the games, literally, which is kind of like the atta- detached 
lack of emotion when it comes to hunting Pokemon and treating it as like a strategy. But now it's just weird and jarring compared to how the anime series usually fleshes out characters mm-hmm. and actually gives emotional attachment to, po- you know, stuff like that. So, I, but I, I kind of see both sides too. Where like, it's like, yeah, it's, but it's still the anime series where I think there should be room to also kind of rebuttal those things and bring attention to that in a way. And I think I think you put it nicely too. Where like, if they actually introduce someone like a weird obsessed shiny hunter, maybe that's like a way they can kind of address those points all together at once, right? Like potentially. Yeah. Like I, 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 yeah, I, potentially. I, I do yeah. I do think some of the reason why people don't like it too is that like. Go, I mean, obviously, because his name is Go, he, he yeah. is very much associated with Pokemon Go, and there is oh there is very much a, like, you know, a subset of people that are just like, oh, that's the casual shit, because he doesn't, he, he right. barely it's actually like, well. battles the Pokemon. Usually, he'll see a Pokemon, and he just throws a ball and catches it. And, I mean, the Pokedex straight up does the, like, excellent, good, like, like it says when you're playing Pokemon Go, yeah. and you th- throw the ball. Like... I I do think that some of that is people just like not liking the casual game, but mm-hmm. it is also just you know it's it's another aspect because I mean hell in Pokemon Sword and Shield, I'm not battling those Pokemon that I'm catching. I'm throwing a fucking quick ball and catching it immediately. Like it's it's the same thing. <laughs> so you know it's just like how it is in the game. It's just like how most of us are in the game. You fill up your Pokedex and then once it's full, then you make the, the team that you want to make. You know like. I mean, like, Go is not going to do that. Like, I, I doubt that there's going to be a scene where he's like, all right, now I have to breed 300 eggs to get the right ability. Like, no, I, I, he's not going to do that. But... You're going to just show someone... You're just going to show Go biking for, like, five hours. Yeah. Most of the episode. Like, I, I don't think they're going to do that. You know, I don't think they're going to be like, oh, if, if you... Like, okay... I don't think they would, but if they did have a scene where the crazy shiny hunter guy is like, I had to trade a Pokemon from Kanto to someone from Unova so I could get the Masuda method to work. Like, if they do that, I will flip the fuck out. But I (laughs) highly doubt they'll do that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's... You never know. I mean, yeah, like, if they acknowledge all the dumb shit that shiny hunters do, that would be, like, my favorite episode of an anime ever, because it will just be a 20-something minute, like, call-out post for me. <laughs> well, you certainly need it, I'm gonna say I that. I know I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, alright, LV, let's finish this off. We're gonna have hit almost everything, and let's talk about Pet, huh? Oh, my God, the grand finale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been complaining. I've been complaining about it in our group chat, right? Um, Christ, how do, do you want to? Do you want to go off on pet, or like, should I go off on pet? You should go off first. How about that? Oh my god! And I'll okay. I'll pop in. Okay. The. <sighs> Unless you want me to, Sorry. I can do it. I can do it. Okay, my best way. To, I and I and it was nice that you like kind of got me when I said pet feels like a low budget paprika and they don't yeah. know what doing with it um wow what's the best way to describe pet um it's hard because it's confusing and that's the problem um so pet is based off of manga and i i looked up the manga the manga seems like it's ve- like they could have you know like i'm gonna talk about the manga separately so pet is basically a um has like this world of people where 
people you can they can manipulate your mind or kind of like psionics in a way they can manipulate your mind control your memories etc it's fucked up it's like whoa that's scary like so any minute like you don't know if someone actually messed up with your memory you know you don't know what your real truth is and you don't know what reality is um and sometimes this this power goes beyond just that which as is it's already messed up you don't know if it's happening to you etc like you, you kind of don't have that consent to what's going on with you um, it's also used to basically assassinate, literally, like, you know, not only mentally, but also, like, literally kill someone, right? Um, like, you know, potentially destroy your mind to the point where, you know, it just ruins you. Um, but there also is some sort of rebuttal to it that's a little, um, you know, to counter it, essentially. And so, but for some reason, these people are called pets. I, I don't know All why. Right. Uh, <laughs> I guess I will never know, maybe. You didn't watch episode uh, <laughs> three, then? I watched up to three, yes. Oh, okay, okay. Um, well, yeah, I guess we don't know. That. They, they, okay, so Pat, Pat follows, like, these group of people, uh, like, a group of people that deal with this, and they basically tackle on different cases, so to speak, and it's kind of like this, you know, I get what they're doing. There's kind of this morally great thing where they're doing horrible things because this is a horrible power to have. Like, what are you doing? But they're also kind of working for this twisted man who's carrying out assignments for them. You know, they almost kill someone at some point, but then they try to, like, you know, bring him back to reality, etc. But yeah, my problem with the show, the series, is that it's just confusing. Yeah. And people are defending it being like, no, it's deep. You got to keep watching it. You know, you missed out. You're just not paying attention. Like, I am paying attention. This is the series that I actually sat down, you know, compared to like a lot of other series where I watched a lot of titles and like, you know, so I kind of had to multitask and do things. I actually kind of like made sure I am paying attention watching this series. And nothing makes sense because the direction of this anime is very poor and like, I personally think, as I, you know, just, you know, disclaim in case someone tries to say anything otherwise, I personally think the direction of this anime is really poor because it's, what they're trying to do is, is, is they're trying to, like, emphasize the chaos of, like, how you sometimes don't know what reality is, and there's, like, a lot of twists and turns, like, did I, is, is what I just seen, like, actually what happened? But no, like, there's, like, a lot of cutting between things where it's yeah. not really clear to the viewer as to what, you know, like, it, for anyone, <clears throat> you know, you know, beyond Paprika, to name a more mainstream example, Inception, who, you know, quote-unquote, might not be a ripoff of Paprika, we still don't know, not clear. Um, unclear. But anyway, like, anyone who's seen Inception, it is clear, like, as to where, you know, there's, like, a question, like, you know, was that a dream, was it a reality? But it's still clear as to where those certain points end, it's not jarring. Pet is very disruptive and, like, throwing shit at you visually, like, oh, there's suddenly, like, a goldfish, like, floating around all of a sudden they're turning to like fish they're, they're now underwater oh fucking feet like crushing feet. Feet. feet man this is a reoccurring oh, thing huh like we always yeah, have to find the feet <laughs> shit pet has a lot of feet in it for some reason <laughs> it's like in the opening too um but yeah like um it does not make sense so like the first episode starts off with not really the main characters but follows this one guy who's trying to carry out this assignment which eventually segs, segues into, like, kind of the main group we're following, which, again, is, like, these two two or three, you know, these three guys and this twisted man that they're basically fo- fulfilling assignments for. Um, the way it begins, though, it, it first focuses on one guy who, as a child, who, you know, was, I, I, who I guess was, um, you know, his mother is, like, concerned about him because, like, he, her kid is, like... You know, there's something wrong with him, etc. Like, at some point, he bashes his head against the TV. Like, he has a lot of messed up thoughts, etc. And it's because he has this power developing in him, you know, where he realizes, like, oh, yeah, I can do, like, a lot of mind manipulation, psionic shit. Um, 
and um yeah he's like basically turned it into like a ward of some sort or some sort of hospital where he has like a lot of problems but then yeah it jumps it just jumps to this other character and you know it's not really clear that was a time skip to begin with and then yeah it, yeah it's just hard to describe so like yeah i, I don't want to spoil anything but oh. i i believe the anime director of the show might be the same director for Durara and Bakuno. I'm not sure. I might have misread that. Yeah. But the but Bakuno, I will say, which I highly love and praise, also as someone who's reading the the full on series, the light novel series, was done well. I felt like in terms of it doing in media res and jumping around time a lot, it made things clear as to what's going on. And I think it does a good job of repeating things where it needed to to make sure you as the viewer know what's going on. This series does not do that. It's really hard for me to explain this series because, again, to reiterate for the third time, I felt very confused by it and not in a good way that made me think, more in a way that I felt like the direction of the series was not done well or executed well. And, uh, you know, looking up the manga, it seems like it really is a surrealist manga. It also, like, has this cool art style that I feel like they unfortunately missed out on properly adapting to the series. You know, the, the anime, the anime like, more, you know, and I think I said, well, it, it exhibits this kind of, like, anime style that of something I would see on Adult Swim probably in, like, <laughs> 2010. I don't know, like, something like Paranoia Angel, and not in a bad way, but it, it, it's... It's 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 something that's very it's like I feel like this could have been adapted differently and be much better. But so far, I'm not getting that from the series. It's just a confusing, convoluted mess that feels pretentious right now. Like very pretentious. So, yeah, for you, Rose, I don't know what's the best best way for you <laughs> to talk about your own thoughts. So. Yeah, that's. I mean, you kind of covered it pretty much. Like it is yeah. like the the. <laughs> I, so I love surrealist works, right? I love Twin Peaks. Yeah. I love like anything yeah. David Lynch has made. I love a bunch of yeah. other stuff, like even Monogatari yeah. to an extent. But yeah. like, this this is like, it's a the, mess. The type of shit that I hate specifically when it comes to this shit because like, it's not being surreal. It's actively like removing aspects of the show that you have seen so that later they can then just show you the scene that you missed and go, whoa, did you? catch it whoa like here's the secret information so everything just doesn't make sense until they show the actual context which they should have just shown and there's like no reason for it like uh, in contrast let's talk about like a show like Dorara where they often tell things out of order sometimes right um yeah when they do stuff like that yeah and Bacano too same right like yeah that's giving you the context over time, but it's not literally cutting in the middle of a scene to jump all of a sudden to a resolution and then you go and then just like randomly being like, and then here's what happened or whatever, like an episode later, like they're not doing that. They're yeah. telling things specifically out of order over a long period of time uh -huh. so that it's like, oh, this makes sense why this would happen. This is just nothing makes sense until it happens. Like it's incomprehensible until you see the context and i it's not even like that compelling i think when you do see the context like yeah, yeah. there's a lot yeah it, it feels like there's a lot of things that are just happening randomly visually just for the sake of emphasizing oh yeah yeah, yeah they're like yeah we, we, we gotta remind you that they have these mind this reality bending powers just to let you know so there so reality is literally being bent right now and you know, you, the viewer, are probably not sure what's going on right now, but don't worry if you hang on tight. Also, <laughs> <will be> revealed. <laughs> let me just say, I'm going to go out on a limb. You know, maybe this wildly changes, but based on these first three episodes, I think the creator of, if it's true to the manga, or if, I don't know if it's just the anime, I think whoever it is, I think they hate women. 
I'm going to just go out on that. They might. And I'm going to say might. they probably just hate women because every they woman. Might. I, no, I, yeah, I would, I would say more so in the anime. The, the, I think the manga is made by a woman. Okay. Um, but there is something the really anime. weird with how. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you can hate yourself. Yeah, that's possible. That's true, yeah. But there's something really weird about the, the anime's, like, bizarre also just. Like the like the gay subtext too with the anime too like uh, which I don't think is actually present in the manga based on what people are saying, um, but again it's hard to it's hard to like critique this because I think the manga really is a super niche thing that like no like if I try to look at the manga it's, it's really hard to find panels even of like panels released for the press etc just to look at um, yeah I only see, I only get the cover like a lot of times, um, but again I'm not sure but I like I can at least comment on the anime that there's like weird stuff when it comes to like how gay people are depicted or like it does not know how to properly contextualize whether a character is homophobic or is that actually the series saying something homophobic so like the two the two guys like the two main characters again there's not really there's not really clear-cut main character but like two of the main characters they're all guys really as we've seen so far um they kind of have this like thing going on but something about it doesn't seem right and, like, especially contextualized from another character's perspective, especially in the first episode where they're kind of acting homophobic to them or they're making gay jokes about them. But, I don't know, it's, 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 it's a little weird. And the third episode especially, where it, it, it's, it's very confusing as for me to comment on, like, what a particular character's identity is. Yeah. Um, it's like, I, I don't know what happened there, and I'm not going to find out the fourth episode, which I'm not going to watch anyway, because I can't deal with this series. <laughs> <laughs> um... The first yeah. Amazon miss, I'm gonna say, maybe, cause like, maybe, cause like the last usually, two. Usually, they, usually, usually they carry stuff that's not. Well, Vinland Saga was an exclusive one, right? I think so, right? Um, usually they carry stuff that is carried by other streaming platforms anyway, too. I, I like most most of their library. I've discovered. Yeah, but like all Besides, of their new stuff that they get is usually exclusive to them. Uh, yeah, when it, when it's yeah. airing, like uh, Finland Saga yeah, yeah. Dororo, this uh, yeah, yeah. Made in Abyss. Yeah, 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 yeah you're right. Um, but yeah, yeah like probably first... even for Made in Abyss's problems, like there's still it's still good. Yeah. Overall, yeah. Um, and the, like this is just like. <sighs> yeah, it's just a messy series. It's really like, messy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I, and people there are there's like a group of people who are really clinging onto it. They're like, no, you gotta. You just don't understand. Like, no. Like, you can admit something is confusing, but in a bad way. Like, you're not being confused because it's it's challenging you. You're, you're confused because the execution of it's not good. Like, it doesn't equate to, like, intelligence or anything about it being deep. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, like, uh... It's very yeah. faux deep. Yeah, it's very faux deep. Like, I, I honestly will probably read more into it. Like, try to understand maybe the manga, too, especially the source material. But other than that, I don't think this is something I want to watch because it's very exhausting for my impression of it thus far. But it is something I will want to try to read into more. But there definitely seems to be a lack of information of the source material, which is weird. Um, it, yeah, it, like it was. Um, it, it, it started published. It was published like way back in two thousand three. It started publishing way back in twenty three, and it's only being adapted now, which is interesting. Um, but yeah. Ugh. And the opening's a trip. The opening, I laughed when it started playing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the song is fine. I actually like those kinds of songs, but then, like, in conjunction with the edgy visuals, 
the feet. Like, there's, like, it does a lot of things with inverted imagery and the psychedelic stuff in the background, and they're, like, doing this grungy thing with their hands. It's just so funny. Like, <laughs> it's just so funny. I started to laugh. It's, like, funny when I'm thinking about it now. Um, it's just a really funny, edgy opening when the actual series does not match yeah. up to that. <laughs> So, I don't know, it's definitely a miss for me. I don't know, there's going to be wow. some people who are really angry about, like, oh, you don't... It's it's like some people are going to be angry. It's like, no, you're not, like, you're not, co- you know, committing to it, sir, but whatever, you know, whatever. It's fine. Mm-hmm. They can, like, wallow in that corner, right? Sure. I mean, it might improve at some point, but, like, I don't see that right now. It's it's a mess. You don't... We don't have to, is the thing. That's we the don't have to. Thing. I'm not going to watch it's it. It's an option. We're not, like, chained to... <laughs> Uh, it, we're not getting paid by Amazon to watch Amazon if you want to. I mean, I'm just saying, you know, hey, right. If you want to pay us to watch it, we will. You just call the it email. Will, yeah, it will help pay us. for my Prime account. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> speaking of emails, sort of. John, yes. give us uh, questions and opinions. All right. It's time. If you want to send in a question or an opinion, it's the same thing as before, videogamechoochoo.home.com slash ask, or podcast at videogamechoochoo.com if, you, if you're nasty. Um, let's see here. Gregory Zero hits us with a question. With the newest Precure show starting at the beginning of February, is 2020 finally oh the God. year of Precure for John? I <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. Is this... <sighs> Precure's good. I mean, yeah, I've heard it's good. From the couple I've seen, yeah, it's I- good. There's a reason it hasn't been. I've only seen the original, personally, but... Yeah, I agree, yeah, I agree. yeah, it's me too. I've only seen the original on, like, the second series after that. I don't know. I just, I, I, I just wonder why it's, like, why I seem to be someone who would watch it. I mean, I'm not, like, offended. I'm just wondering, like, why... I think you just... They want you in the cult. They want to indoctrinate you. It is a cult. It yeah. is a cult. Is this, like... Is is it kind of like the Simpho Gear people, except maybe a little less? Yes. They, no, there's an overlap. There's, there's an overlap, actually. Overlap. Yeah, they're very much they're the same people. The, no, they're the same people. Yeah, they're okay. the same people. All right. It's the same fandom. I don't know what they're. They're they're not distinct. They they need to stop acting like they're distinct. They are the same people. Yeah. And that's fine. That's fine. Because they have very similar elements to them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I fucked up and I skipped a Katana Guitari question, so I'm very I'm very oh. sorry. Um, let's see here. A helpful hamster asks, "Which of the twelve swords is the best one?" Ooh. Ooh. Hmm. Mm. I really like. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna. I was gonna say at first. I was initially just gonna say I really like the fucked up cursed one, the eleventh one, and I also really like the twelfth one for just being a guns. Mm-hmm. Not even a gun. It's guns. Like, that's really funny. In every sense, it is not a sword. (laughs) Like, but my favorite one. Oh, yeah? Oh, I was going to say, yeah, the poison one was really cool. Yeah. I mean, just looking. Like, I, I'm mostly thinking design-wise, not really concept-wise, See, but the gun is funny, you know. My favorite one is definitely the one that the uh, the shrine woman had, the, the 1,000 uh-huh. swords or whatever, and then there's, oh, yeah. like, all of the copies of it. That rules. Right. I love that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, the, and then her, like, yeah. sword style just being, like, grabbing swords from the battlefield and just using them yep. once and throwing them away. That's mm-hmm, really cool. Mm-hmm. It's great. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I mean, I, I was thinking about saying that one, but also I just really liked the sword that was just the armor. Like, I really liked the armor yeah. sword. That was really cool. 
just like you know like like the concept of defense as offense is always really interesting and i just i especially like that i don't think you ever see that guy too i'm trying to remember if you see him outside of the armor but i think he's just in the armor the entire time and you don't see him and that's pretty good all right is that all of ours yeah uh, lv did LV you say the poison one oh the yes, poison yes. One. Okay. yeah i yeah. just think it, like, okay. it's, it's really yeah just wanted to be sure um, let's see here. Uh, Anonymous asks, is it better for a show to be consistently boring or spectacularly bad? The ways in which a show can be boring or bad varies, of course, but usually I find it hard to actually get through a show if it's bad, even as a spectacle. Um, I mean, I, I disagree. I think like a really dumb, bad thing can be fun to watch to like laugh at it. If something's boring, that just means, you maybe they... I guess it depends on their definition of spectacular bad here, because it could mean spectacularly bad, like the money shot, funny fucking nightmare stuff from Dr. Stone, or (laughs) they could mean like actually like horrid, like actually really horrible stuff. Like, so would you rather it be like really boring or like it's bad because it's, I I don't know. There's multiple options. Yeah. There's a lot of ways you can look at this. Like if I, like if I'm just thinking about like fucking like handshakers, like I would watch that and (laughs) laugh at it. But if we're talking about like, (laughs) Something like morally, morally unjust or something. Goblin Slayer. Yeah, like I'm, I'm not gonna watch that. Like I would rather watch something boring than something that like is full on disgusting. But you know, yeah, like, but also if I was going to pick between like handshakers and like, I mean, I don't, I don't know, something that's just like or dr stone like i think dr stone is more boring than like full-on like offensively bad like i mean you know there's dumb shit that happens in that show but that's all it's also usually kind of funny shit like if if that show was as consistently off the shits as the money shot scene i would probably have finished watching it at least because it would i would have just been like all right what dumb shit are they gonna do this episode but that was an exception to the rule instead of being the the norm so i think it's just if it's if it's a spectacle and it's stupid and it's funny then i will watch it but i don't want to watch something that's like harmful you know that's my opinion yeah i would rather it be funny bad yeah do y'all agree yeah i agree like i feel like if something's just i mean yeah, I just have a track record. It's like, if it's bad, mm-hmm. I just drop it, you know, to be honest. Unless there's, like, really, like, yeah, I agree. Like, unless there really is something enticing for me to, like, keep on for it because there's something we're talking about of how bad something is, which would be something like Handshakers. That's, I, I, oh, my God. Like, I'm just remembering now. It's just so funny. Like, it's like, oh, what, this actually happened? You know? Yeah. <laughs> something like Handshakers happened. I can't believe it. And they got away with it. Um. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. Like, I would not watch something that's, like, offensively bad, you know? Like, something that's like, oh, this is not... Like, ba- yeah. It's, like, hard to define what that person meant by bad, right? That question. But I think I agree on all your points there, pretty much. Hmm. Okay. Uh, so, Wheels has a question and then an opinion. I'll do the opinion first. Um, so, Wheels says, I haven't actually seen much from the season yet. So looking forward to this week's episode to see what to take a look at. 
However, over the weekend, I watched Weathering with You. That was a uh, that was in theaters recently. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. While everything I heard going into the movie had kind of lowered my expectations, I ended up liking it a lot, especially the soundtrack and visuals. Uh, and then, not anime, but also I've been really into tokusatsu shows, so I watched thirty five episodes of Common Rider Build. <laughs> <laughs> can't wait for chooch side tube full watch of the spider-man toku yeah like a few, a few like like a week ago i think it was like me wheels and like boston's we were just in there and we watched the first episode of that and it was fucking dumb but really good so hey if you want to hang out with us and watch some spider-man toku uh chill with us in the game zone dot zone and uh you can watch some spider-man toku with us and uh, to, to wrap this up, Wheels has a question. What is your favorite cameo slash reference in an anime to another anime? Uh, when they do the Inazuma kick in Promarin, it does nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good one. Uh... Um, I mean, I think that it's kind of cheap to mention it because it's Gintama. But I think a lot about that Gintama scene where they talk about, like, Vegeta. Like, that is that is a very good scene where they just talk about Vegeta. I think when I was, like, a fresh-faced bab and I was, you know, watching Lucky Star. And they really were unapologetic about the Harui stuff. I mean, like, that was, like, <laughs> I think the first time where that was, like... <laughs> Where that was like, oh, okay. And like, you know, back then I thought that like, oh, that's so clever. Isn't that funny? You know, and it kind of still is, but it's like not as deep as it. It's like, yeah, okay. She's the same voice actress. They're the same production company. They can do that. That's why they're doing that. Um, but yeah, I just, I just thought, I just, that's just something that like struck in my mind immediately. Like, whoa, okay. Mm-hmm. But meanwhile, they couldn't, meanwhile, like they, 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 they bleeped out or they like, they were very like, they like couldn't say other animated references. Whenever she said the word Gundam, they like bleeped that out. Like that. That's was always very funny. funny. Um, yeah, that's always classic. Um, but yeah, like they really like hamfisted it, and then it like came through and paid off when they went to like the cosplay cafe and they outright fucking just danced to Har Har Yukai with the weird Yuki lookalike mm-hmm. employee. Employee, yeah. like what the fuck? Like it was just whoa. Okay, all right, calm down, <laughs> there now. This is a lot. This is a lot for me to take in. Um. Rose, are you there? Yeah, what's up? We're done. Is that everything? Yes. Okay. All right. I was just <laughs> expecting you to say something. I don't know. No, I was expecting you. Instead of just going, uh huh. Yep. I was like, oh, oh, oh yeah. where is this going? <laughs> I'll find out. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, all right. That's it. We're done. Um, mm-hmm. And for the first time in two months, now we get to talk about the next anime we're going to watch, uh, which will be Bakano. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, this was chosen by Beryl on Patreon um, and uh, just a warning you know I always try to say uh, how you can watch the show sorry to do this to y'all yet again but you cannot find Bacchano anywhere like le- legally in quotation marks um, which just means it's fine to just watch it anywhere yeah enjoy um, this any way you can that's a yeah, one of my a YouTuber that I really like, uh, SNES Drunk. Whenever there's a game that is not that is very expensive or you can't really get it easily, he just says, "Enjoy it any way you can." And I think that's the best. Would just enjoy Bacchano yeah. any way you can. 
Don't worry about it. You can't even buy the no. Blu-ray for this, so... For some fucking reason, which is baffling. Though I would say, you know, enjoy it any way you can, but as someone who really loves this series, I think this will be a series that if you're very not a dub person, I want you to try to Yeah, try this. the dub. I, this is a series, I think, that makes sense for the characters to be speaking English when it takes place in the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, they do accents. They do. This is a series where I think the dubbing, the dub acting is actually very good and appropriate for the context of the series. And if if not more ways appropriate and better than the original Japanese track. But again, like I don't, it's okay if you watch it in the original Japanese track, you know, again, watch it any way you can, if you know, whatever you can find. Right. But this is a series where I think I would want to recommend people watching it with the dub track. So, yeah. Do your best. Do your best. Because we are doing our best, too. Yes. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, uh, watch that. It's what? It's like 15 episodes? Or... Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, about. Just about. Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty easy to watch. I can tell you that from experience. It's good. Uh, be ready. It's in media res told, right? That's the mm-hmm. term to use. It's told a lot. We were order. talking about how awful Pet is. And yeah. An example where it's, it's done right. It's done better. Yeah. Uh, even compared to the manga, I believe that the anime actually added stuff to even like better contextualize it, uh, even better. If I recall, like the, uh, it, it the journalist actually, woman, right? I, like the girl and the, the man, right? Yeah. It, it, it removes characters. I feel like, which is appropriate, I think, because like, it, it, I, I will talk about it when we do talk about yeah. it, but it, it, it does, it makes, you know, you were talking about adaptation decisions with Maji Record, and I think, like, the anime does a really good job here in regard to the changes they made, which is actually removing things. <laughs> and I'm glad they did, actually, because otherwise it'll be pure chaos. Yeah. Um, All right. So, yeah. Well, well and, well, you know, we were going to throw in the warning that this oh, show yeah, does warning. have moments of really, like, crazy graphic violence. And, like, it doesn't happen consistently, but there are two instances where I can think of where, like, a child character... They look like a child. A child character does get harmed, and there is a really gruesome yeah. scene in a separate episode where, it, it, like, someone's face, like, I won't say, but, like, like I don't know how I can say this without spoiling it, but someone's face, like, gets really fucked up in a really gross way. Um, but other than that, like, the violence for the rest of the show is just, like, blood stuff. Yeah. Like, the sort of things, like, you know, and just, you know, again, not to spoil too much, but, like, if you've seen Full Metal Alchemist, you can handle this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, very similar. Yeah. We, we watched Katana yeah. Guitari, and there was some bloody stuff, yeah, so I yeah, think you should it's, be fine if you watch yeah. that. If our viewership has been following us, they, you know, we're on the same page, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It's no Devilman Crybaby or anything like that. Oh, yeah. Okay. But it, it, yeah. there are, like, some bits where it is, like, you know, just be on the watch out. It'll be very obvious when it's going to happen, so just look away or something mm-hmm. if you want, or, yeah, you know. Yeah. Like, they don't, they don't, the violence in the show does not tease you. They actually go, like, in. So, like, if, don't be, don't be worried about, like, oh, they're gonna, they're gonna, like, it's gonna be a surprise. Like, no, don't worry. It, like, it, it, it builds up to where you think it will build mm-hmm. up to. Um, yeah. All right. All right. So that'll do it then. Uh, yeah. Okay, um, let's do the ending bit. Uh, if you want to get episodes of this show one week in advance, go to patreon.com slash VGCC and you donate $3 and get access to all of our shows like this, uh, our Let's Play, um, and uh, Starlight Car when that happens. Uh, and yeah, 
I think that says about does it. It's mm-hmm. everything. Um, yeah. All right. Thank you both for joining me. Uh, we covered a lot of fucking anime this time around. We sure did. Uh, but it actually, this isn't even as long as we've gone sometimes, like when a season starts and like, we're like going over the list and stuff. Sometimes we've gone crazy. Yeah. This has been uh, a restrained episode, all things considered. So yeah, cause I mean, it was, a, right. it was a new season and an anime and, and a full anime review. So yeah. yeah. Well, we did it. We did it all. <laughs> okay. Um, good job. Both of you. Same to you. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, all right, we will uh, see y'all next time on the next episode of Chuchigatri Unlimited Trainworks. See ya. Request it. Oh, no. Oh, no.